0: Captain of Uh, Akiva's, faces his job in GOG, with Keeve
1: and Ellie, and Zooey.
0: Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy, for the season 1 finale, episode 24 of New Girl. See ya? I am neither the New Girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I am here with the titular old guy, Akiva Winokur. How you doing, Akiva?
1: I'm doing great. It's uh, it's fun to be at the end of a season. I feel like you know we've accomplished something.
0: I am jazzed. This is, I have to say, I think the most excited. I don't know if the audience is ready. Like, is this the first time I've been excited to be here? I am so excited to talk to you, just by virtue of the fact that we've reached a milestone.
1: Yeah, the Milestone shows are fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was fun on Seinfeld also getting the season finales. You know, Seinfeld also every season. Of course,
0: Kiva has to bring up another podcast. We can't just have (laughs) our own thing. It has to be in relation to you've experienced this before. Good for you, Akiva.
1: Yeah, I've done it. Well, wait till you get to the series finale. That's that's sad.
0: I can't wait for that. I dream (laughs) about the series finale. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, it's a long time coming. A long time uh
0: off. this this went by in a blink of an eye it's like our first child it's like going off to kindergarten now. it's
1: true well literally it's literally like my first child which who's in high school but you slap snap your fingers the kids in <coughs> high school wait but actually let's I, this should probably save it for the end but next week's episode episodes one and two of season two aired on the same night
0: okay akiva welcome yeah. back to the program next week's episode will not be season two
1: Okay, but you know what I mean. The next next e- week's th-
0: episode will be a mystery b- item that we will address at the end of the show. That's where I thought you were going.
1: No, no, I'm saying the next time we talk about New Girl, shouldn't episode one and two be combined, be smushed together?
0: No, because okay, fine. I'm pretty sure you have two separate guests lined up. We friends, do have two separate two. guests, but they <laughs> so, did air no. the
1: same night. I believe I I went through the days without like seeing anything Why, else. Yeah,
0: no, you're fully spoiled and you're lying to us.
1: Not true. I w- I went on the Wikipedia. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that episode one and two of season two were the same night. So then I scrolled down without even looking at episode titles yeah, all the way down. You. And until the end of season five where they must have just shifted it like two episodes a night for like just maybe it was getting low ratings at that point or something. They never it's the only time it happened. So it's not something we are gonna have to deal with again. But I don't know. So it's just a
0: here's what I'll say. As someone who's mm-hmm. seen both episode one and episode two, they are. Oh, my mom wants to join the conversation. Sorry about that. Um. They are very different and distinct okay, episodes. All right. They okay, don't. It's
1: not a two-parter. Got it.
0: Um, you know, I'm looking at this. No, it's it's like completely unrelated. I don't know why they had them together. But did you notice uh, the the writer of episode two, season one, episode two?
1: I di- oh uh, Larry Charles right this, yeah this, of
0: course yeah. Yeah. yeah bullshit that you didn't look at the titles but you noticed notice the director. The sorry didn't. not the writer you noticed the director of the honestly, episode honestly the reason oh you are so full of ass Akiva it's, it's like true. how do you even I'll stand put camera here? on
1: my computer uh, here's what happened
0: Akiva Akiva
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can't you can't outlie me get out of this? here with that this is obviously like a
1: million dollars I couldn't tell you the name of the episode
0: I'm not saying that you remember I it, went, I but went you to the, certainly did more digging than you were entitled to do.
1: I went to the wiki, I think, to see like how many episodes are in next and season. And how or something dare like you? That. It was
0: just—it was just so that you could see how you could get through this more quickly. Oh, <laughs> I noticed by cheating that we could consolidate an episode.
1: You—you uh, you pretend like you want to get this over with quickly, and then I—no, you don't do. It. Like, you, God, no,
0: no, you're doing it. Also, uh, something to note, actually. Now that I'm looking at this, episode 28 aired on October 9th, and then episode 29 aired on October 23rd. So, uh, they do miss a week for whatever was happening in October there. Okay. So, and then they're right back on schedule. So, you know, whatever. The, I'm just saying you want to, uh, you're cheating and look and spoiling yourself I'm so not. that you can I, just so advance like, this Ooh, by wrote one this week.
1: Episode and I checked and it wasn't anything uh, in- interesting, and then right onto that I'm like, Oh, Larry Charles," um, but that was it. That that's all I noticed. I didn't Cuba. like how many. Talks, you have
0: no like, respect for the sanctity sanctity of this made up I am, unimportant podcast.
1: I am, and it's more frankly unspoiled disgusting. Than, it's, than it, you would even imagine.
0: It's frankly disgusting. Well, no, no. I would imagine that you're completely unspoiled. So if you are even spoiled on one thing, which I know you are, yeah, then, Larry Charles is the <laughs> is the right. Then you, I'm sorry, you're more spoiled than oh, I can imagine.
1: Okay. All right.
0: We have too uh, much to get to. You yeah, know, candidly. Get, yeah. I was like Akiva, you got to get hyped. We got a lot to talk about. I know it's late for you. He's like, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. But let's get through the episode quickly because like it's it's pretty plot heavy. We're five minutes in fighting about Larry Charles in season two. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, We have some old business. First of all, you've chased the bears away. We did not hear from our bear tracker, and I just want to say if you're even still listening to this a, a, a podcast. I apologize. I, I did not, much like Nick with the coyote, that was Keeve's move. I do not endorse that move. And, uh, you know, again, that's Renap energy that has no place here on NGOG. Okay. No, I, I, stand,
1: I stand by No, You don't get to bears. say anything. You don't We're get beers, to say anything, but you don't even get that joke.
0: Okay. Chloe G says Can Akiva please explain what the connection is between Cocoa Puffs and sardines? Uh, Akiva, I don't even know if you remember what you said I when I left
1: yeah there's an easy answer to this question
0: i'm just saying the way i just want to set it up the way it transitioned as a listener myself Mm -hmm. yeah i actually did send you the part where i interject so you have heard this but it was a week ago you go i like oh curry puffs that sounds good i like all puffs i don't like cocoa puffs and then you start looking around and you're like oh cocoa sardines and cocoa puffs and then you just move on like there's no explanation of the jump
1: okay one of the foods listed in curry puffs were sardines on the wiki that's where it came up
0: but how does that go from cocoa puffs to no it was
1: curry i was back i was on the curry puffs wiki the whole time
0: okay okay well good okay Mm -hmm. so that answers that and then um you made a star last week uh, with the introduction of yosef's good friend banana how mm-hmm. is banana can we oh, get a good. check in on Banana?
1: can we do banana this is what you care week? about
0: not the bear not the bears mm-hmm. in the episode but yeah. your son's imaginary friend that's what we need to hear about
1: yes um yes yeah, so we can get a banana <laughs> update every week as long as people still care i, I we should go backwards <laughs> a little bit in order to understand banana you need to know about the sand crocodiles
0: can we get Yosef on pod now that we're going to move yes. to Sunday recording? Yes,
1: we could. We could. We could get. So Yosef. should we
0: wait and have him explain with no, his translator? No, we could.
1: We could get him. We could get him uh, to explain some else. <laughs> but the sand crocodiles <laughs> live in the sandboxes at his nursery school, and they're mostly friendly. I do think they've they've killed a few times, but only bad guys. And but they're friendly, and they live there. But the, the reason that they're connected to banana is they're also like intricately involved in the food delivery service. That banana is somehow involved in so they they because it's corona they catapult food using some sort of rocket launcher when you order food that's catapult. how they so the the sand the sand crocodiles and the and the what's it called the um, now
0: again banana is a is in human form
1: yes a banana is a human yeah this has been established banana is not an alien yosef will get very upset if you say he's an or alien a banana.
0: i'm, I'm more i'm more picture him as a banana with a okay, face
1: okay so here's the thing his name is banana but i don't think that's his given name However, he does. Now, does he
0: say banana or he says what banana is in Hebrew and you're translating?
1: No, he says banana. However, I think banana in Hebrew is like banana. Um,
0: (laughs) You think, but I can't be sure.
1: Banana eats 1900 bananas a day. So you're like, oh, that's why they call him banana. Completely unrelated, (laughs) as far as I know. The fact that he eats 1900 bananas a day. Now... The I man, gotta get Yosef yeah.
0: on here because I want to know because maybe it's unrelated, but maybe he eats because of his name. He was like inspired by the name. Maybe it's Yosef one of the other. Thinks covers.
1: that there's no connection. He does have. He has a brother <laughs> named Judah and a third and a second brother named Macaroni Go Home. And
0: <laughs> well, I've asked you this, so it's like, I it Go Home's his last name, or is it Macaroni G Go Home? I don't like, know go, what their uh, last home, Macaroni think, G Home. I don't think they
1: have a last name. I also said today <laughs> that uh, you know you've never seen snow before, so maybe like if it ever snows somewhere, we could go find snow. And he said, no, I have seen snow. Banana keeps snow at his house in the freezer. So, <laughs> so he like, well, I'm like, all right, we're not going on any road trips then if you've already seen snow.
0: Well, when is he getting to Banana's house on the moon?
1: I, he claims he's been on the moon already to Banana's house. Banana also like has a lo- like an apartment locally. So I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> Banana I don't know if Banana's independently Banana's wealthy. Banana is doing well for himself. He, yeah. he comes from money. I remember he was one last week. But is he had Banana ten. old money? No. Well, Banana was one last week. And now he's but now he's
0: 11 because yeah, he had complicated. 10 birthdays,
1: but he has not. He's stopped doing birthdays every night because he's still he's still stuck on being 11. Um,
0: I want to do like a serial type like
1: <laughs> investigation. Well, banana? banana
0: continue to have birthdays. <laughs> well, yeah. the food will the food canapults stay in business. If Find I, like,
1: <laughs> I want to get him riled up, I'll say like bananas, my friend and he will lose it. He'll be like,
0: yeah, that's my like, like how you get me riled up too, yeah. saying that you're my friend. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's like, uh, maybe a at best for you, Akiva.
0: <laughs> well, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Your children have rich imaginations. Um, you know, good for them. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I- I'm interested. I- I'm interested. I want to follow the thread, but I, you know, I'm less interested in the banana updates. I'm more interested in Yosef coming on to explain.
1: Yeah, Yosef can explain the banana when we record earlier one time for
0: sure. Okay, so hopefully next week. Or we'll or, get...
1: you- or people could send in questions, and how about like one question a week? Yosef can how many answer questions.
0: Do you think. That people are writing about banana. I I'm think listeners.
1: You. I think listeners. Uh, a couple. It might not last like a hundred episodes, but I think listeners would be willing to ask questions. That Yosef would I answer. want.
0: I want Yosef on pod. Um, could could we get banana? You think?
1: I don't think so because he's always he always has <sighs> excuses for why banana can't come over.
0: Probably saving banana for a nap. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about episode twenty-four. Mm-hmm. See ya. Uh, aired May eighth, twenty twelve, twenty-fourth episode of season one of New Girl, directed mm-hmm. by Michael Spiller, written by Elizabeth Merriweather.
1: Yeah, and for people like who are just podcast listeners but not watchers, the episode is all about the singer Sia, S-I-A.
0: <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one?
1: I, I didn't know the episode was called <laughs> Sia until you said
0: it. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so let's let's digest for us, Akiba.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, so very straightforward, the most straightforward episode. Nick is moving out. That's it. He's moving in with Caroline. Meanwhile, they try and get a fourth roommate named Neil. That's sort of a sea story, but then Nick chickens out and heads for the highway in the desert as he's driving his stuff over in the moving truck to Caroline's, and then we spend most of the episode in the desert looking for our keys and stuff like that. And at the very end of the episode, heavy spoiler alerts, Nick decides not to move in with Caroline and comes back. He didn't get on the plane. He came back. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happens with Neil. I guess that's a big cliffhanger for next season. But uh,
0: maybe Caroline decided that Nick had to move out. That's possible. That that's possible.
1: It's certainly possible. Maybe we'll find out in the first scene. Uh, next season, a la Janine Garofalo and Jerry breaking up uh, at the beginning of season eight of Seinfeld.
0: Um. All right. Let's get into, as you said, there's really just the main meat of this is is Nick moving out. Eva Pickett says, "Is the Nick Caroline of it all interesting season finale an interesting season finale storyline? And if not, what would have made a more compelling finale? You love reworking things, Akiva. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we've had a few things that were bigger shoe drops than this already. Like, I know Nick moving out would be a big deal, but a he doesn't move out in the end. Like uh, Winston finding out that that Schmidt and CeCe are together, bigger. Um, I, ju- I, I just think that there's been there's been more there there have been things bigger than this that have happened."
0: I'm a little surprised every time I watch it. I'm a little surprised at how they wrap this up in just the one episode. Like I do think like in a mid season arc, Nick could move out and be out of the loft and Mm -hmm. come back like or he could move out and then come back at the start of next season. Like I'm just it's a little too cute for me that the whole episode is spent on this journey and then in the last three seconds he's just back and it's not addressed. Uh, but maybe that doesn't bother you. No,
1: it, it does. It does, for sure. I, I It wasn't, like, a, a terrible finale, but I do think, like, they've gone... In the second half of the season, they've gone for, like, the big sort of... Uh, not cliffhanger, but, like, the big smash cut reveal a few times. And so this felt less impactful because of that.
0: Here's why I still love this episode. This is one of my favorite... Definitely top five episode for me of season one. Mm-hmm. Because it's the first episode where I have to just say the tension brewing between Nick and Jess comes so far to the forefront on both of their sides that I suffer physical pain. Like, I just think it's done so well between the actors. The chemistry is so out of this world, from the tension they have off the fight last week to the physical interaction they have with the coyote, like that adrenaline, he's grabbing her, like, moment. And then when they come to the door, when Nick comes back, and the look in Nick's face, like, in his eyes, the look in his face, the look on his face, look in his eyes, Mm -hmm. I squirm. I just love it, and I feel like that hits the high that Mm – i wanted to hit at that right moment so i don't care that the nick and caroline thing is like a little shoehorned i really really just love the build of this episode Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and the ending where they're all dancing is like very nice and they let it breathe and everyone's clearly like within within character dancing is very cute
0: um but let's let's break it down uh to the extent that you'll allow us to in the time allotted Mm -hmm. um Caroline's quite the baker," uh, Schmidt says sarcastically. We got a lot of questions about this, and by a lot, one question. Michael Wesley says, "Allie is a well as a well-known baker. What do you think of Schmidt getting so picky over the type of chocolate chips Nick used? And what would you do if someone reacted in a similar way to something you had baked?" Listen, nobody is a better, a bigger critic of my own baking than myself. Despite how uh, I champion myself on the podcast, because you guys can't taste anything, so I can say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. When I serve something to someone, it usually comes with five thousand caveats of like, oh, I don't know, I, I, this the oven was wrong, like that, and they're yeah. like, this is fine. Pie like, tournament, nice. there's
1: no caveats. You got to bring your A plus game.
0: I'm making a pie this week, birthday pie.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, so not we'll not see. a cake. The person's not a cake fan like myself. Nope. Perfect. No,
0: but I did just get two cake. Oh wait, you're not a cake fan.
1: Yeah, I'm a pie guy. Everyone knows that. It's like the one thing. This goes really
0: into my men love cheesecake, don't like other desserts.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of men have never even tried cheesecake. Probably.
0: I don't know if that's true. A lot of men have never tried yeah. cheesecake.
1: Have you tried cheesecake? If we do, a, if we do an NGOG census, we'll we'll ask that question.
0: Would a non-baker be able to, within reach, have two cake pans that just arrived in the mail? I had a pie pan that arrived. It arrived smashed in half, so mm-hmm. that kind of put a damper on things for the week.
1: Send that back.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, no, no. I'm my mother's daughter. You think I'm sending it back? I'm telling mm-hmm. him it broke. They're sending me new, and I'm throwing this away. I'm not going through yeah. the effort. Emotional
1: labor. It back. They're sending you fifty dollars in the mail
0: <laughs> to act like my mom hasn't gotten that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So yeah, I, I. But I'm really. I'm using this pie baking experience this week as a tester for the pie off. Like, is this the crust I'm going to go to? I'm trying to do sure. crust. Is this the crust I'm going to go to? Uh, so. I have it in mind. I'm baking with the pie tournament in mind.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. I got um, an eye on pie. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but wait, um, we
0: have to answer the carob chips question. So do you, are you, for, I feel like carob chips are like an Israeli thing. A.K.A. Yeah, I
1: know about them. I don't really have a take on carob.
0: You should. Trash. So like, Trash? that's, yeah. I feel like Schmidt gets a bad rap for complaining about the carob chips. If you're telling me I have a chocolate chip cookie and it's got carob chips, that is hippie chocolate. Trash. Mm-hmm.
1: Some people say that uh, chocolate chips make chocolate chip cookies worse and chocolate chip cookies would be without the chocolates.
0: Um, are those people named Akiva Winokur?
1: No, I heard that take somewhere. It was pretty hot.
0: Allie from the editing room. I am just now realizing that this was probably a reference to the Renap hot takeoff um, that recently happened. Let's not do this, Akiva. Let's not do this. Back to the show. I think that's a normal. I actually think if you're eating cookie dough,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, at your own risk, uh, it's much better without the chocolate. But the right chocolate chip in a cookie does matter. Mm -hmm. Carib chips, though, have no business in this conversation. So I agree. I
1: agree. Sounds gross. Garbage.
0: All right. What I love here is when Jess says that you're making a life-running mistake, Uh, she turns you into an agoraphobic, turtle-faced, borderline alcoholic. That's who Nick is now. Right? right. Like, is anything different about that? No. I was sort of like, uh, "That's he is a t- turtle face." How did that change?
1: Yeah. No. No. Everything. Everything is the same. But then he was our turtle face. Now he's her turtle face. It's about who you know who possesses him.
0: God, well, do you think that this is rooted in jealousy at all, or like what what's Jess Jess's motivation here? Well, it's interesting
1: because Jess is sort of even though they're all obviously very broken up about him moving, she is clearly the most affected. She's the one who sort of deals with it one on one. She's the one who sees him when he moves back in. So it's like viewed viewed through her the prism of of you know how Jess feels about it. I don't know. They, there is no little hint in the episode where she is really into him. There's no a lot of very corny sitcoms would be like her wanting to say, like, I'm in love with you and then, like, chickening out and not doing it in the season one finale, that does not happen in any form here, right?
0: Right. What I like about this is it's sort of more of a real-life moment. Like, I don't think that Jess... I think if Jess, in her heart of hearts, would not say that she likes Nick. Like, I, I really don't think she does. I think she really cares about him as a friend. And what I think is interesting here is, like, she's got legs to stand on, a leg to stand on. She's got a leg to stand on Mm -hmm. here to be resistant for Nick's own good as a friend in a way that doesn't need to reveal like some deeper, like, wait, do I have feelings for him? And that, am I upset because he's taking a serious step with another woman or no, I'm legitimately upset that he's like making an unhealthy decision for himself. That seems rash and desperate. So I think like, while there are shades of, she obviously cares the most. Is there more? Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, her resistance to his move is not like dispositive that she has feelings, which is hard to do in a sitcom.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I think they handled this well. This isn't my favorite episode. It's not a top five of the season like like it is for you, but I also don't think it's like uh, corny or anything like that at all.
0: I love a lot of the callbacks we'll talk about. um One of them's re- early on with Winston and Schmidt. Talking about like all the good things they're gonna do, and Nick leaves, and Winston's mm-hmm. like, or Schmidt's like, I'm gonna call a plumber and just throw money at him while he works. Fifties, hundreds, hundreds. Like 50s, I just, Honeys, I honeys, honeys,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I can't, I can't say money in a cool way, but um, I, I do enjoy that part. I'm like the nerdiest person. I do enjoy that scene where he talks about hundreds. <laughs> Um, that's not a cool thing that he's talking about throwing money at a plumber, but <laughs> I did enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Neil?
0: We're jump, jumping right to Neil.
1: I mean, Neil's pretty early in the episode.
0: <laughs> I've got a lot more to talk about before okay. we get to Neil.
1: Right.
0: Um, let's talk about Neil. Let's talk about, um... Thomas Lennon. Thomas I Lennon. obviously only think of him from. I know he's much more famous than this, but he's the mediator for Pete and Megan on the League Soup Group. Ally from the editing room. Don't get mad at me, Kiwi. uh We we experienced a, a technical delay over the next few seconds, and uh, I edited my part out and just let Kev go ham here. Back to the show.
1: Yes, yeah, Tom. He's in a lot of things. He's in the uh, like David Wayne world, I think, like Wet Hot American Summer, maybe those types of things. Comedy Bang Bang, like you, you, you know him from a million different places. Uh, no, no, I just thought like that it was an in, like okay, it's funny. No, I, I, I think they like it was a funny idea. But then it sort of didn't go anywhere in the episode. And then at the end, I'm like, wait, did Neil move out and I forgot? And then they show him sort of on the couch at the end. Like, I guess that'll be season one next year's problem. I don't know. I don't know. That's been Neil talk.
0: Well, we're sorry. We're on a delay, which is why we're struggling here.
1: Mm-hmm. We back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So off. Anyway, um... So no, so Neil, the interview is, I I really like when he says, my name is Neil in quotes. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) And I think the, Kelly brought up a really good point about Neil. Producer Kelly says, what do we think of Jess's dynamic opposite Neil? I'm kind of digging her being more surly and serious in response to Neil's weirdness. That's, I think, where Neil works when he's saying like, I like to move in, move in. And she's like, I like it quiet. Whereas Jess... In the reverse situation, is definitely the one singing and sort of Neilish.
1: She would love that, right? The the Jess we know would love. I like to move in, move in.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but but otherwise, yeah, Neil it's sort of like okay. I, I like the point of it is that just like the guys are good with it, it's another way that Jess can sort of have reason to be protesting because he seems objectively weird. So again, it's I'm not just trying to sabotage Nick's relationship. I don't want to live with this weirdo. And they're like, well, you are weird. We don't want to live with you either.
1: Uh, yeah, no, that is interesting. Uh, I- I'm making You're going to ask me, I'm making a prediction. We see Neil again in like the first season of season two and then never again.
0: Got it. Okay. Um, let's backtrack just slightly. Um, Nick takes his lamp from Winston and I love this. I'm bringing it up because I think Winston has some good moments this episode. I think this is the closest Winston's been in contention to winning the episode mm-hmm. for me. Um, although maybe we've given it to him in the past. I don't remember. Um, but Winston being afraid of the dark. Producer Kelly says, what's your favorite thing you've absconded with from a family member, roommate, friend, like Winston Nick's lamp? Are you sitting on anything, Akiva? Squatting on anything?
1: Am I squatting on anything?
0: <laughs> have you stolen something from... Oh, am I,
1: oh, have I stolen anything from a roommate?
0: I don't think so. Or a family so. member, friend.
1: I don't think so. I feel like people have like my stuff. Like I'll see a friend... I see a friend Who like wants a, your
0: stuff? Everyone
1: wants my stuff.
0: <laughs> what stuff? What, what stuff what, do I, I want? Know,
1: like people would always steal like my shorts and stuff.
0: Your one baseball cap and your one maroon polo.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's Missy's favorite joke. About, Missy always jokes that the two times she's like seen you in a photo and in real life you were mm-hmm. wearing the exact same outfit. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think Mac Ligori said it's like seven for seven or something. <laughs>
0: Uh, don't come for me, Kiva haters. I mean, Allie haters. Kiva defenders. Mm-hmm. We're just uh, having fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't really. I'm not really uh, defensive of my. Uh, of my. Your look. It's,
0: it's, it's this is your signature look. I, I mean, listen, I you're
1: wearing pink velour right now.
0: <laughs> I'm proudly. Yeah. Fuchsia, maybe. I I am squatting on a pair of Stewie Griffin pajama pants. It's Stewie Griffin uh, doing karate, mm-hmm. and I took these pajama pants. From a friend, I I was a freshman, he was a junior, my friends and I would go there a lot to their house. We were all friends with the people who lived in the house and we'd like stay over there a lot and like whatever. So I once was wearing a pair of the, I was wearing the pajama pants and we'd like bring the clothes back, we'd wash it like thanks for letting us crash, whatever, college, you know? And I never brought the pajama Mm. pants back. And like two years later, he was like, I think you have my pajama pants. Those are my favorite, like I love them. Like don't you have them? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. <laughs> I that's couldn't have been oh, me. Dave. I never. I still have them to this day. I was 18 years old. I am now are 29. Are you still friends with Dave? And I, no, but I love the pants. I mean, we're not not friends. Like whatever, college ends. But you, you uh, don't think Dave
1: is listening right now, and he's gonna like you're gonna. If answer. Dave is
0: listening, you got got squatters rights. <laughs> Those are my pants. <laughs> I love them. I did think there's there's no he's listening to this, but if he were, it would be hysterical. That has happened to Hannah Shapiro on uh, Pawnee Public Radio. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, she mentioned um,
1: like she she dropped a name of somebody from like eighth grade or something.
0: <laughs> and yeah, somebody listened. was listening who knew him. Yeah, yeah well that's. I mean, I say first and last. and
1: last names constantly. I like I'll say someone from high school, and especially like in the Orthodox world, somebody be like, oh yeah, yeah he's my first cousin. Like I'm gonna tell me mention that happens <laughs> constantly, uh, well, but also my world is smaller.
0: We'll see. I mean, look, if if Dave's listening, I will return the pants. Yeah, I will send them to you. You will. Uh well they're, you they're send him very old. I don't the think he's gonna want them. What?
1: Like, you mean he'll send you you'll send them like money, like here's twenty bucks. Yeah, what do they cost?
0: Yeah, yeah. I will I'll Venmo him the cost of the pajamas. Mm-hmm. Well, are, but, are you but, like depreciation. Um no. dude, you want a gatekeep family guy?
1: No, I'm just curious. I'm not gatekeeping anything. I'm
0: just curious. Yeah, I, I was mentioned. a big fan. I've written uh, two papers in college on Family Guy. And um, I am yeah, a big fan. I mean, I'm not I don't still watch it. And I what I know, I know. But I, I'm not like encyclopedic. I don't know
1: anybody who still watches it. Well, Chester until like two years ago still watch Still used to watch it. And we would make fun of him. Uh, Rob was, like, stunned when he found out Chester was listening, was watching Family Guy. But he, he quit, like, two years ago. I will say, in high school— He quit, when it first...
0: like, cigarettes.
1: <laughs> yeah. When it, when it came on in high school, we were so into it. We had a, our own, like, senior dining room. And remember, we're 33 people, 33 seniors. And we would lock the door of the senior dining room, and we would— um, I don't know how we had— access. I guess, like, someone would tape it onto, like, a DVD. I don't know how, how you'd watch it in 2000, 2001. But however you would watch it, we'd watch it on some computer— uh, the whole grade it was like the only bonding we ever did in four years as a whole grade we would we would watch family guy and one time we didn't lock it and like the principal's wife's friend walked in and snitched on us within 30 seconds
0: are you not allowed to be watching family guy
1: i don't think you're allowed to watch like no nah, it's like a pg-13 tv show in a yeshiva during lunch no way i don't think you'd watch any tv show and get away with it like if we were watching like nature documentaries they'd still probably stop us but um yeah, no, for sure not Family Guy. Which was Our lives like a- are
0: extremely unrelatable because what you just said, senior dining room, 33 people, unrelatable. What I'm about to say also, I, I was, uh, I think, is it is it NGOG canon that I went to travel camp instead of a sleepaway camp? I don't know if we discussed this. What's travel um, camp? So I, I went to like my day camp until like third or fourth grade and then you start going on trips every day. And then when you get to like eighth grade, which is like the last year of the camp, portion before you can be like a CIT counselor and training, you go for week trips. So you like, now, now they fly you, mm-hmm. but you used to get on a bus for like 10 hours and we'd go to Ohio and we'd yeah. do like the rock and roll hall of fame and like mm-hmm. the big amusement park there whatever. Yeah. You'd like stay in a hotel yes. and then you'd go back. It was like ridiculous. Like I yeah, laughed yeah, same at thing. That I did this.
1: Right. Same thing. Um, we used to go to like Hershey park or wherever. And, and now they fly to Florida.
0: Right. Exactly. They fly to Disney. So, but on the bus, you'd watch, stuff like you'd all bring dvds to like play on the bus and family guy was like a big thing we played we all like had certain episodes camp and school
1: school are much different that's the answer someone
0: almost got fired because they played it Uh, (laughs) like when we were like in in like sixth grade (laughs) when
1: we would take school trips like we'd go to a hotel for a weekend or something like senior year the we were like you could watch like pg-ish pg-13 as long as it's mostly like for violence movies on the bus (laughs) But in the school, as far Just as like I could remember, mostly
0: for emotional violence.
1: As far as I'm saying, like you know, there was no nudity, obviously, or anything. We'd get in trouble for that. But like, it, as far as in school, I think it was not allowed. But and again, people didn't really have their own personal like DVD players or or whatever would come after that, you know, and then phones for at least a year or two. Um, no, but in camp you could do whatever you want then. Uh, but in school they were much stricter. And I, I, we well,
0: are. Yeah. We are not doing a lot, I think, for like to combat anti Semitism right now. Like I Why? think we should move on. I don't know. This is just such a bougie conversation. With, like bougie, the trip but... I took, the camp I went to, I stayed in a hotel and we, we watched stayed movies in on the junkie hotels. As we They're got like now. shipped we off. Were,
1: we were, you know, we were treated terribly. Now they now I was they... pretty
0: bougie. It was great. It was honestly the like the best summer of my life. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are we even talking about? Why are we know. talking about this? I have no idea. Okay, family guy. Family oh, the pants. pants. Okay, backwards. well, Dave, if you want your pants back, I'm happy to refund oh, you okay. The
1: um, yeah, oh, <laughs> all right, squatter's rights. That's how we got there. squatter's rights.
0: All right, oh, and Remy, the landlord, makes an appearance. I forget if you said, I think you did say we'd see him again. Mm-hmm. Very funny that they have Remy just in for one, one line. I love the way he smelled.
1: Yeah, what does he say?
0: I love the way he smelled. Oh, I love the
1: way he smelled. That is funny,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep going because Kiwi's yawning over here. Mm. Uh, Producer Kelly says, how long you got to be friends with someone before you help them move?
1: Ooh, I think forever. I I think there is a type <laughs> of friend. You never help no, them move. There's a type of friend that, like, is a willing mover. I would move somebody. I don't think I have, like, a whole day of moving in me at this point. But, like, I, I'm happy to do <laughs> some schlepping. You're
0: at this point.
1: I'm like, you know, I'm an old man. I'm happy to do schlepping. I'm happy to certainly help out. I We had, like, a disastrous move, as I, I talked about. It's boring. I, I won't repeat it. But, like, the, we did have friends. Like, a million people have to come over and each do, like, a few trips. So, like, I, I do owe all, like, 30 of those people, you know, at some point, a kidney or a move. Probably just two so, kidneys.
0: So, uh, Missy just moved. Uh, fr- friend of A friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She just moved. And like she had movers whatever and she was talking to this guy who was like oh yeah i was just out in connecticut helping my friend move and she took great issue with this in a way that i didn't really have an issue with this like if you have enough friends who can help you move like why pay she was adamant about a 30 plus year old person should not be relying on friends to move especially in connecticut like houses you should just have movers
1: wait so say this again her friend needed movers
0: or was not she moved so she moved I said you need any help she goes no I'm having movers come whatever she did in a day but she's moving from a one bedroom apartment to a one bedroom apartment not Uh a lot of stuff right I moved during the pandemic my brother and sister-in-law came you moved
1: in building you moved exactly I moved
0: across the hall I didn't have movers
1: yeah that's different
0: um, and I had no stuff. I never really moved in. I don't want to um, see
1: you. You're saying that we're, we're making things bad by being bougie. And then we're like, if no, no, would, this is not if a Jewish you, woman. If you who's can't saying pay this, for, I understand. It's not, this is Judaism. not me. You're like, if you can't pay for movies, you're a poor. That's what you're saying.
0: I'm not saying that this is not my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm saying our friend got very, um, pushed back hard with a guy who helped his friend move. She was like, you're adults. Like who's helping people move. As adults, like you should get a mover.
1: Wait, he said so this to I her. She, does, she said this to him. She
0: said this to him because he. Okay. She was yeah. like, "What are you doing this weekend?" He yeah. was like, "I'm helping my friend move." I'll in say Connecticut. this:
1: not everybody can moving very expensive. Not everybody can afford it. However, if you are making decisions, can I afford X or Y? Like, you should just pay the movers because that's it's you know you'll you won't regret it, and then it's just such a big favor to ask friends if you have to. You I have
0: see. To. I don't even think it's that big of a favor. It's a real. I'm happy favor. to help. So, so my answer to Kelly's question is. I'm happy to help someone move. I'd help a friend of a friend move. I really don't get what? why the airport drop-off and the move is like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, that's serious if you're doing that. Like, what's what's so, like, more serious about, like... I don't know. My friend once like went furniture shopping with me just to help me out. Like we went all over the city furniture shopping. Like how is that different than like hanging out at someone's apartment? For I think the day? it's
1: easier to say no to furniture shopping or to bailing midway. I I, I I think it's a little different. First of all, they're not exerting any energy if they're helping. If they're going. Oh, tell that shopping.
0: we walked from Macy's in Herald Square all the way up to uh, Creighton Barrel on the well, West yeah, Side. So that was an exertion for her camp, maybe. For her if, if and was then really- she walked. No, she wanted to walk. This was um. God this must have been in covid. No so we weren't taking any cash. Ah, got it. We okay. had to walk. Okay.
1: Um I, it is different. I understand what you're saying but it's much different.
0: I guess I ju- I don't view it personally as like some crazy favor. I mean don't don't at me strangers and ask me to help you move, but like <laughs> If I'm going to spend the day – if I'm free, I'm just as happy to help you move as I am to, yeah, like, you are, you hang are, out with you.
1: You were, like, raised well. Most people are, like, cool against – Well, I'm also
0: never free, so it's easy to say that I'm no, That's free true. You can always help.
1: blame work. That's a, that's a nice thing you have.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could say yes nice and blame thing. work
1: later. Like, that's good.
0: What a true privilege I have. All right. Um, Matt Stewart wants to know generally um, – Can this breakup get back together again ever work? Spoiler alert: We know that this Caroline Nick thing, at least through this episode, doesn't work. He comes back, but do you think that this the 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 backslide can ever actually work? We didn't really address this last week. Yeah,
1: I think in life it can. Lots of people we know who are married have broken up. Everyone's broken up, right? I don't think I have, but I think most people have. I mean, I'm sure we've like you have. Like we have, I don't know. I don't think we have. I mean, I'm sure in Mara's mind we break up every day, but I don't think we've. My
0: parents up from, never broke up.
1: Like I don't think they like split and. Like well, they ultimately
0: moved. broke up, but they didn't. They didn't break up the no, relationship. No, no. <laughs> okay. Um. I I actually don't really. Well, I think the key is time. What is that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Alert. What do you mean by that? Like, like I kind of think the sort of like at least the relationship. I, relationships that i've been in that have been the sort of like you break up you get back together you break up you get back together you break up you get back together like that doesn't work in my mind because then it's like the damage is already done of the breakup like that's you can't you know you can't over dry you can't over i don't know you can't go back that was a bad time for reference. you can't go back you can't put the mm-hmm. toothpaste back in the tube right on walking away from someone in that moment i think the people who break up and get back together after a few years or whatever, they like sort of find their way back. That I can understand as sort of like a fresh start, maybe the problems you had three years ago, you're different people now, whatever. That being said, obviously I know a lot of couples who break up, take a break and work it out and get back together. My friend is in a very serious relationship with someone that they broke up with because of distance and then they found themselves back on the same side of the country. So I just think the problem has to resolve mostly due to probably time, or it just really doesn't work.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I don't, but I don't think it's a deal. Like, it's a done deal. If you break up, you can't get back you.
0: It's just hard. It's, it's hard when you, like, look at someone and say, I'd rather not be with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you try to go back. Like, that's, you know, it's a, it's hard to walk that back. You were
1: willing to let me go. That's what I would think. You're willing to let me go. And,
0: like... Akiva, you- it's almost like you know me. Of course, that's what I'm more offended about. <laughs> of course, that's what I'm saying.
1: That's how you, that's, I was. I'm in your shoes right now
0: i'm the one that got away that's my uh, the one that got away card. all right
1: nobody gets that
0: i'm pouring water right now can you hear it is that distracting no uh,
1: by the way for i know people wanted uh you to eat like a whole meal on the podcast but <laughs> we did wait for you to get groceries tonight to start so i do not yeah. Can we get a dinner check though did you have dinner yet and if so what do you have
0: I, people really don't want to know what I eat for dinner. people do people do I, people do no I'm going oh, to be something bougie is this
1: did you have no, like no, no, a no, like no, no. A, osamaki whatever it's called
0: osamaki okay <laughs> I did not have osamaki I didn't have omakase either sorry I, I love <laughs> gatekeeping sushi it's the only thing I can gatekeep from you I guess I could gatekeep pork but I don't eat pork um also oh I meant to say sand crocodiles that can't be kosher
1: no, I don't crocodile's think, kosher? No, no reptile. It was kosher. Yeah. No, obviously not. not.
0: Yeah, Alligator is very delicious. I mean, I guess, guess
1: imaginary animals, animals are probably kosher. Like, what does it matter? But uh, I could ask Noam if it would be kosher. Ask Yosef. a rabbi. Can
0: you get a rabbi on to ask about to say, uh, crocodiles. If, if if imaginary animals are real life kosher? Okay. Um. What did you ask me? So here's, it's going to depress people. Like the nights, the weeknights, especially in quarantine... Are extremely hard for me to eat like an adult's dinner and especially when i have a podcast so, you know i get off a call at 7 30 and i get on a podcast like i'm not eating anything that's gonna like make the listeners not depressed i think i had chicken soup dumplings from trader joe's like cool <laughs> everyone's gonna be depressed if i keep giving a weekly update no i like on that. what my weeknight podcast meal is
1: no that's good that's good
0: I, I don't have a gaggle of women to cook for me that I birthed and married.
1: <laughs> I did. I did uh, Tonight, I, I accidentally fell asleep. I took a 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. nap.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you're in the doghouse. Well, the a little bit, tonight. but also
1: they, they had ordered pizza, so I didn't get it. So I opened up the boxes, assuming they'd left me like half a pie. Two slices. <laughs> two cold slices. <laughs> so I said to Mary, And how many like, crusts? No crust I don't know where the crusts are that's, that's wild right They ate Everyone ate Maybe there's a new crust Maybe one of the boys Like ate all the crust So I said Like what's for dinner for me And she's like Two slices I'm like alright That's like a snack what, what do you mean Like a third slice I could deal with Two slices is not enough
0: uh, So what up Did more, you, say you don't She sleep up like during a, fr- dinner?
1: a whole frozen pizza for me Like from the freezer And okay. it was gross So then I had like Two slices that were Like cold And then I had Terrible hot pizza So bad dinner for me <laughs>
0: You didn't reheat the pizza? Uh,
1: No, because I figured like I'll have some hot and some cold. I like cold <laughs> pizza. It wasn't freezing. Some hot and some cold. Like a half hour earlier.
0: Okay, well, the two of us, I don't know whose story is more depressing, honestly, so let's maybe not do a dinner chat. Tra- I'll, I'll let you know if there's anything interesting about my dinner. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, God. We've really, remember when you were like, let's try to just like bang out the episode and we'll get to all our shtick after yes. that?
1: We have Dick, Okay.
0: Uh, I do love... All right, so they let's just move forward. They end up driving away. Uh, Nick freaks out. He passes his apartment. He ends up in the desert. He chucks his keys at the sheer mention of Caroline. And Winston gets a great joke in. He's a Jew in the desert. I don't want him to wander about Schmidt. Yeah, it was really good. Um, what I love in this moment, again, I'm sort of like a Caroline apologist, Nick tells Caroline I freaked out I'm in the desert uh and she handles it quite well.
1: Uh yeah Caroline is is like such a tertiary character in this episode where she's like she doesn't care we we barely hear her speak she yeah like she is not part of this at all. She does not come to the desert with them.
0: I mean you tell me if you're Forget breaking up with Mara. Like it, it, I don't even like saying that. Forget like if you're we're in a relationship and you were gonna move in and you just tell her I freaked out, I drove past it, I'm now stuck in the desert. Forget that. If Mara asked you to do something and you were like, oh, I forgot, she'd be more mad, I assume, than Caroline is about basically getting ghosted by the guy who's supposed to move in with her. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. Caroline, I, you know what? Caroline knows that she's trapping Nick and that she can't act extra crazy till he moves in. You know what I mean? It's like—is if...
0: that—is that what this is?
1: Yeah, she's trapping him. She knows she's crazy.
0: Uh, what do you wait.
1: Caroline is nuts. I Am I wrong?
0: What, like, what, what is the trap? Caroline proposed moving in. Yeah, That's she tricked him into
1: moving in. She's like, where
0: was the trick? That's what I'm. What, she's like in our
1: apartment. The They're going apartment shopping. He's like, and, and
0: no, no, no. And then she says, "What do you think about moving in?" And he takes a lot of time to think about it. It's not like she's like, "I signed the lease with your credit card." He like, doesn't have the like, hand
1: in this relationship until he moves in, so she can't. A sing. trick
0: would be, I'm yeah. Well, no, that's totally fair. Uh, in terms of like, you don't want to let your full crazy out while someone could still return you. Of course, but of course. I don't, you I want to abide that. by those rules and that's <laughs> why I live alone. But, <laughs> oh, well, I don't think she trapped him. I think he's excited about that. She's not manipulating him. She's not like, don't listen to your friends, Nick. Like they don't have your best interest. Like I don't understand where the trick is. And And frankly, I don't think it would be crazy to get upset that the man who's supposed to move in with you panicked and ended up in the desert. No,
1: it would, she would be well within her rights, but I think she realizes she's got to play it cool here.
0: I think she has changed, and she's trying to be understanding and meet Nick where he is and and say, all right, just you know, get here when you get here, and, and we'll figure it out together. All right, that's fine. How about that? Yeah, what about beautiful. growth, Akiva? Yeah. Personal growth. Speaking Enough of growth, me. Schmidt's excited because he's going to get his penis back. <laughs> And instead, he ends up in a hard cast. So you thought this would be over. It's not over.
1: Well, I I thought I said... Six more
0: weeks of winter for Schmidt.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the groundhog, (laughs) you know, peeked out for a second and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Back in (laughs) for six weeks. Yeah, I I think I said it would be done by the first episode next season. I still think he...
0: You said you think it'll be one joke and then... Yeah. But now I'm
1: saying it might even be mentioned next season. They might forget about it.
0: Oh, you're saying that the fact that they're double down, doubling down on the injury, <laughs> yes. leads you to believe that it won't even be addressed. I think, including it'll... the fact that last week I told you you were wrong about that it would oh, just yeah, be resolved true. in one joke next oh, week. Okay, you're still. Oh, so,
1: oh is this going to be like a series long issue? That would be wild.
0: It's going to be a, C- a series long issue. Wow. Schmidt can never his. I'll, I'll spoil it. L- Lorena Bobbitt style. It's gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gone. Okay. It's July. <laughs>
0: Um, all right. Well, he goes to visit CeCe on set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this made me think of, especially with the Super Bowl ads of, you know, yesterday, two days ago, whatever day this is, mm-hmm. um, where you're watching the Super Bowl ads and you're like, great, there's all these celebrities. It's so funny. What was this ad for? Like right, CeCe's absolutely. like straddling a missile yeah. and Schmidt just freaks out.
1: Yeah. Like weather tech. I still don't know what weather tech is. They're dropping <laughs> five million dollars every 10 minutes.
0: Am I supposed to want to buy a missile? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a funny line. It is funny.
0: Um, But okay, so CeCe has a conversation with Jess in and around the Neil stuff of just like, he was so jealous, he freaked out. This doesn't really come to a head until later. Um, Not really sure. I, I You know, when I first watched it, I wasn't really sure where this was going to go. I was surprised that it ultimately ends up with him breaking up with her. Uh, yes. I don't know if you saw that coming. No,
1: I didn't at all. Uh, the text is weird. First of all, the text that he gets uh, later in the desert, he sees Neil texting CC with Gino, Gino. Gino, sorry, texting CC with no reciprocity <laughs> as far as we know on a, a phone, I'd say from 1982, <laughs> like a 1982 text <laughs> it's message. It's like
0: an AIM screenshot yeah. or something like as a text message. Yeah, I
1: don't know what's going on there. I don't know why shows can't show real phones like they always have to replicate Facebook on a movie or, or a show. It's very strange.
0: I just, I mean, we could get into that part of it of just like. Cece, actually, let's just let's just wrap up quickly. I'm getting I'm getting too distracted. Let's let's pause on that. Okay. Um, I do love. Jess has a line here before we get to back to the desert with Jess and Cece when she gets a call saying that they're like stuck in the desert. She's got to come rescue them. And she says, how's the new apartment? Does it smell like new paint and compromise? She's got a look on her face as a woman who often says a joke that I myself find hilarious, as we established last week. I just think there's such great delivery here of, like, she's so pleased with herself as she says it.
1: Um, yeah. Maybe
0: that's just a me thing, because I connect with a, a woman who cracks herself up. Yeah,
1: for sure, absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so Jess comes just throws her own keys when she finds out Mm -hmm. that nick wants to go back to caroline and that sets off winston and i think winston does a lot with very little here in the scene and he really cracks me up
1: yeah you feel the frustration from everybody like oh my god now we got to get two pair of keys Yeah, winston very very subtle but is is solid in this ep
0: i don't want the werewolves to eat me i've got thick thighs and fat ass yeah that is funny Um, all right, Sarah Davis says when they were stranded, could they not have just walked the mile such couple of miles to the highway in the background to get help? It seems a lot more preferable than being stranded in the desert all night.
1: yeah, I don't know why they chose to just be out there, although it does seem like a fun time, honestly. other than the coyotes i'd I'd be happy to like, you know, barbecue and and do this is a doing.
0: man who won't go camping with his children. sends his wife alone with four kids mm-hmm. to go camping, but yeah. now this there's no coyotes right there
1: as far as I know. I know there was. wasn't there like a wolf or something? I don't remember.
0: Are you asking me in this episode if there was a coyote? Or no, my me family. A last time they went camping, they, they, they,
1: they said they saw a wolf or something. I don't You're know.
0: asking me if they saw a wolf? I'm asking myself out some...
1: loud. I don't know. It's not <laughs> <Okay>. my problem.
0: <laughs> it's, right. Exactly. It's not your problem. I'm shocked to hear that you would go camping in this scenario.
1: I'm still bitter that they made me go camping last week, last <laughs> year also. The, God the, God the, truly the worst of the part house. of 2020.
0: <laughs> Okay, um, we're all sorry to hear that. So, but yes, they have a great setup I- again. So, sitcom-y in that, like Nick doesn't own that much furniture. Like I'm looking around, I'm like, he doesn't have these chairs and this table, and like they, he basically would have had to clear everything out of the loft.
1: Yeah, where did this come from?
0: Uh, but but I but I'm happy. It's a very fun scene. You talk about the dancing at the end. It's a fun little moment here. Nick is so cute. They play his mixtape from when he's like 14. And Kelly, uh, Kelly, not producer Kelly, Kelly with an E wants us to rate the songs on mix, 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 tape or fave song from the tape. Producer Kelly wants to know what would be on your 14 year old mixtape. 14, 2006,
1: 2007. I don't know. I, first of all, who's making a mixtape by that? And I feel like mixtapes were done um, by like the early 2000s.
0: I, I burned a CD in I want to say elementary school or early middle school by myself and my dad had the type of printer paper where you could like print like a label for the CD mm-hmm. and I called it Allie's Groovy Tunes with a font of like dripping with a picture of me in a rainbow one piece like getting out of an above ground pool like just in the summer, so it was like the first picture I could find on like my parents' computer, mm-hmm. and I think my dad was never prouder of me that I made this tape with this professionally. Like, Ally's Groovy Tunes. I wish I could tell you a single song from Ally's Groovy Tunes. I cannot, but I made mistake. And you gave tape, this, but it was to, for myself. You, you
1: gave this to like fellas
0: no I made this for myself I didn't give it the- someone burned me a CD once with yellow card songs on it but it was I think friendly I remember trying to figure it out in middle school like is this a is this a friend yellow card CD or is yeah. this a- I'm gonna
1: say 2006 the yay yeah, yes would have been on it for sure um I think taking back Sunday probably would still have been on it
0: wow NXT. um I'm
1: just looking at I'm looking at um uh she wants revenge that song that would have been on it Look at like the top couple hundred songs of uh, of two thousand six. Um, hmm. The Foo Fighters and uh, Snow Patrol. Oh, Snow Patrol, that was big in two thousand six.
0: My favorite youth albums were Is It Room for Squares or Continuum? John Mayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was a big Ashley Simpson fan. No big Huge. Okay. Yeah. I Particularly her performance I was on a SML. big Pink fan. I remain a big Pink fan. Not never I'm not been a big about that Pink guy.
1: She lip syncs every time she performs.
0: Pink is unbelievably talented. No,
1: no. Like, I mean, here's a hot take. No live talent. Lip
0: syncing doesn't bother me at all. No lip-syncing. live talent. That's insane. She's
1: the worst live performer I've ever seen. She does not sing. When have you seen her live? Like she's always on these award shows. She's never sung once. She doesn't even pretend. She's always like in up in a harness in the air, not even pretending to sing. That's nothing to me.
0: Pink is an unbelievable talent, and I've heard that her concerts are like some of the best. I Dilly think Eichner.
1: Pink's like a two out of ten.
0: That... I I I I'm upset actually, and I don't really care about music. And I'm I don't really even upset.
1: I don't hate her music at all. I think like I've never been impressed with anything. Maybe maybe yeah, like looking... maybe her concert she does a better job of lip syncing.
0: Yeah, I had autobiography came out in 2004. That's Ashley Simpson's album. Really loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that definitely you know, but I think Ally's Groovy Tunes is weird because it was like what music I had access to, so it might have just been like. I don't know, public domain songs. I, I, I'll have to sniff around my mom's house and see if I can find it. I'm sure everyone's clamoring. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. His, I mean, I like breakfast at Tiffany's, and I just think Nick is so cute the way he's dancing and like singing half the words, doesn't really know the words. Just that Nick Jess joins in again. This is a great moment for chemistry, for just natural chemistry between the two of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a lot of chemistry this episode, honestly.
0: Uh, then Nick gets upset, you know, Oh, you're forcing me to remember how great this is. Again, probably overplayed, like certainly when you move out, he'll see them less, but like he's acting like he's moving, like, like coach leaving or something like he's like moving and will never be heard from again.
1: That is one of the weird things of this episode, like that as if they're not going to see him every single day.
0: <laughs>
1: he's going to like semi live there, even if he's still, you know, even if he actually moved out.
0: All right, so Schmidt concocts this plan, and this is, we'll go back to Gino. Schmidt concocts this plan because he sees the crazy Gino text from, like, your grandma's phone in the 1900s, and he's like, I have to white fang her. She'll never be happy with someone like me, so I have to break up with her because I have to put her needs before my own, and I know uh, he's gatekeeping her happiness. I know that uh, what, what she needs more than she knows.
1: Are you a white fang person? The book, Do
0: you think I'm a White Fang person? Well,
1: you're not a reader. I will <laughs> I will say, like, I am a reader, and for whatever reason, I had to, like, avoid White Fang twice in my youth. I think we have a copy at home, also, uh, and I never read it. I had no interest in it. So I don't read it. Do I you want really to hear
0: plot. the best IMDb contribution of the 24 episodes? Oh, I'm
1: excited, far. yes. We haven't had goofs in a while, so I am pumped up.
0: IMDb trivia. Mm hmm white fang is never sent away for his own good in the book only in the movie this implies that schmidt may have the book on his kindle but has only ever seen the movie
1: that's very good or the writer's got or the writer
0: has only ever seen that's the very movie. funny
1: that's very
0: funny <laughs> i laughed and i laughed when I. that stressed. is really
1: that's a, an amazing correction um he also says like when she says that's the only book you have on your kindle it's the only book you know he says i also have a subscription to cricket do you know what cricket is
0: i looked into it
1: it's like a kid's poetry magazine right yeah
0: it's an illustrated literary magazine for children crazy <laughs> and a lot of pdfs okay Akiva? Mm-hmm. yes um but yeah okay so this is sort of a weird let's break this down like I can sort of see, I don't, I obviously don't think Schmidt is doing this for Cece. My interpretation of this is Cece had, Schmidt never actually thought he'd ever get to date Cece. He never thought he'd get to sleep with her. He does. He never thought she'd like him. He, she starts to, then they get to a great place and he completely self-sabotages, folds under the pressure and blows it up because of himself, because he's insecure, not because of Cece's interests. Cold take. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I was th- really wondering about his motivations because they're very unclear in the show, which is fine. I don't think I have to hand everything on a silver platter. Is he like so intimidated that this guy who is not really relevant to the episode, um, it, Gino, is like texting her? We don't see her even like texting back. Not that there's like emojis yet, like a winking emoji or anything, right? We see no reciprocity. We see no sign that she initiated. So I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense, but maybe we'll learn more next step.
0: I Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's Schmidt's insecurity about CeCe and not being good enough. They get into this sort of ugly fight that ends with sort of like, you slept with me, that doesn't say much about your taste in men. And then it sort of just sits there, that's it. They, they break up, but we don't know anything else. Uh, the one thing we should dissect is, is it ever okay to look at someone's phone? They kind of let Schmidt do it in the most innocuous way possible, where it's like ringing and it's like, Gino, Gino, and he barely has to move it to see the entire text. Uh, where do you stand on this, Kiwi?
1: Stand on what part of it?
0: Literally what I just asked about looking. At, we, Cece gets very upset. You know, that's how it happens. I saw this in your phone, Cece. But she's all defensive, right? That's a huge right? violation Don't look through my of phone. trust. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Well, I'm saying, which is, where do you stand? Is it okay? Is it ever okay to look at a significant other's phone? I mean, once you're married, you know, whatever. But Or maybe not. You. T- this is what I'm asking. I would
1: you. have no problem if, if Mary looked at my phone um i just i don't know um i don't like it, we were led to believe like that she's so angry that like maybe there is something there there is like some smoke to the fire or fire to the smoke i forget what it is it's time check 4 12 a.m um which is very uncc like right like she loses her cool for a split second um yeah i i don't think there are pl- places in the relationship where they can definitely be checking each other's phones first of all also right they're they don't live together. They're, they haven't been together that long. Um, it is weird that she's so defensive because she could easily say like, yeah, he's a creep. I don't respond to that. Don't worry about it.
0: I mean, it, I agree. I think Schmidt... Dan Savage has a rule, and I not that I'm like, you know, just quoting him like gospel, but his rule is like, it's never okay to check someone's phone unless you find something. And then that justifies your curiosity that you like, that, you know, whatever. You're right. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I subscribe to that. I have both checked someone's phone but i was told to it was like oh someone texted me can you look who that is and found something that it was not great oh no and i have had a phone checked on me Mm -hmm. believe it or not i mean who doesn't trust me apparently this guy but anyway um i would rather not check someone's phone if you're at the point where you have to this is like really the moral of the story is when you're at the point where you have to check someone's phone pack it in because you already don't trust yeah, them. Yeah, it's over. It's game You're already over. too insecure. It's right game over. It's notebook. over. Yeah. So I think it's fair that CeCe gets mad. You're right. It could have been explained away, but I think CeCe's justifiably upset. Like, we've been dating for two seconds. You're going through my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't trust me. Uh, but it's not a good look for anyone.
1: I agree. Um, But again, we don't really – we're not seeing CeCe's side of this at all. So I don't know.
0: All right. So uh, let's see. All right, we have the coyote scene. Robbie Freeman says, would any of Akiva's kids get the Roadrunner joke? Meet me.
1: I don't think so. I don't think the kids know the road. I do love the Roadrunner noise. I don't think they'd get it. I don't think kids know that stuff right now.
0: Can you ask them?
1: Yeah, I, uh, yeah. should I wake them up Or would up you show
0: them? them? Like, shouldn't you show them, like, the television that was important to you as a child? You will
1: show me the Stooges? I will show you the Stooges. <laughs> um, no, see, I'd see, like, would you have wanted to see the Stooges? No, I think it's like...
0: Yeah, no. My kids, dad showed me his little Rascal tapes growing
1: up. do, if you show them the right stuff. Kids really do like old your your stuff from the nineties. Like a lot of that stuff does hold up. Movies you like, kids are happy to watch. Shows like Say by the Bell, Full House. You could, you you know, kids will happily sit through, or binge those shows. You have to pick the right shows. Like Black and White. That's that sort of stuff won't hold up. Um, I don't know if the cartoons. My kids aren't so into cartoons. I don't know if they'd be interested in that at all. I think it's too slow for kids who are growing up in the twenties.
0: Are you getting them on Seinfeld?
1: Not yet. Not yet.
0: Ella's <laughs> certainly it's honestly you've blown it with Ella. She's like way too old to now just learn a new language. Like you should have been showing her, I think eight and nine. I, I, think, I had this conversation with Jared Jerome. Like mm-hmm. if you're not showing your kids Seinfeld at eight and nine, you're doing them a huge disservice. I think
1: you're right. I don't think she'd like it. I think a would probably like it.
0: Well But she Adir might be a friends person.
1: She might she Adir might be a friend. takes more after friends. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't show on My Phone.
0: That's the meanest thing you've ever said about Ella. Is that she's more into friends than? Someone no, Adira.
1: Felt. Adira is, I think, would be more into. Friend. I don't know. Ella watches. Uh, Ella, Ella told me she was on season criminal. eight of a show I'd never heard of, which is on Netflix, oh, yeah, but it's like a this. Hallmark show. I'd never heard of it.
0: I think you need to be. Di- so I watched. Like my dad got me all of like Monty Python's Flying Circus for high school graduation. I still haven't sat down and watched it. You'd think I would have, um, but I. But I watched some of that with him. I watched he had like the little rascal VHS tapes, which I have to say do not hold up. I do not recommend them. But I watched them as a kid. And um and Seinfeld that I watched from when it went out what year did it go off the air?
1: Ninety-eight.
0: Ninety eight? Okay, perfect. I was seven years old and I was watching it. So that's what you need to be raising them on, Seinfeld. Absolutely.
1: Oh, and I got into Seinfeld very early. By the time I was nine, I was watching Seinfeld every week.
0: I'm 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 not kidding. It's like learning a language. It's like you gotta get them in on it early. That, Mm -hmm. language skills, and playing poker. Have I told you my theory on poker?
1: No. What's the poker theory?
0: You got to teach your kid poker the second they're young and old enough to even remotely understand. I like it. I like that. You're sending your kid into... It's a total... It's so many rules to learn and absorb as an adult. I've tried to teach people how to play poker. And I had a girls' poker night in high school. I was so excited. I had my dad's card table out. I had the chips. I had like poker chips and regular chips. Snacks. Everything. And... I explain, I'm detailed, I've got a chart of all the hands, and I'm like, all right, ante up, and the two girls who didn't know how to play goes, what's an ante? We didn't play a hand. I was like, forget it, mm-hmm. <laughs> forget it. That's it. So I think that's something you need to learn as a kid.
1: Yeah, I know, I think that's a good point. I learned poker young too, not from my parents, but just in school.
0: Oh my God, my brother just sent me a picture of himself as a child from, let's see what the date on this is, doesn't say, he looks about six, and he said, tough fit alert. And he's wearing a orange collared shirt with a Mets jersey over it and a big Mets hat that's far too big for the mushroom cut head he has. Mm-hmm. Look how cute that is. All right. Anyway, Mets fans. Gotta love This them. is a podcast. What do you mean this is a podcast? I can't see this picture. Well, you couldn't see my food order either. And <laughs> that was a it. food is
1: like I could imagine it.
0: All right, well, we could keep, I'll send it to you. No, I don't
1: want to see, I mean, like, if, you know, I only want to see his best fits. I don't want to see his worst fits.
0: This is, no, t- tough fit meaning tough, like, cool. like. Tough, oh, like, I thought
1: tough fit is a bad fit. I thought tough is like, <laughs> this is a tough <laughs> well, fit.
0: No, you would never see that, a Mets fan would never see this fit and describe it as a bad fit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's in your inbox right now. I don't have a lot of,
1: like, great Mets. Uh, like I I, you, I wore a lot of like spurs and jet stuff when I was younger. I don't think I have a lot of great pictures as a Mets fan. Anyway, let's keep going. We look got, at the pi-
0: No, look at the picture. You emailed it. You DM'd it. No, I DM'd it. Mm-hmm. We email.
1: Oh, I just emailed you something. That's why I thought. Yeah, this is a good fit. Why is he on the field? What is it? Old timers day.
0: <laughs> he's he's six. What do you mean? Di- is it
1: ask him? Day? Is this the Dynamets dash? Ask your brother.
0: Okay, how do I spell diner?
1: Like dynamite. D Y N A. Okay, got it, got it. This is the Dynamets dash. I was baby I was okay. there with with uh with uh what's his name? You're closer to my Lash. brother's
0: age. My brother's gonna be 34. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we could have been there the it, same day. Possible. I think me and
1: Andrew went to at least one Dynamets dash.
0: <laughs> okay. Um my brother collects jerseys and when they were moving, he had did I tell you this? He had all of his jerseys on a rack. And a guy stopped him in Hoboken and was like, "That's an unbelievable collection." And my brother—it's the proudest day of my brother's. Oh, life. that is cool. Yeah, I
1: have. I, nobody cares if anybody wants to talk j- jerseys. You could message me on the side.
0: <laughs> no, you message my brother. Skip Akiva. I think he's got you. He's typing now. But the Dynamat's. He could. Did yeah, I he stall? could message
1: me, and I'll tell him about my old uh, '90s jersey collection.
0: My uh, my brother will would love to message you about that. I'm sure mm-hmm. he's typing a lot, so I'm I regret asking. A lot of bubbles. All right.
1: Anyway, let's 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 keep going. Viter here.
0: All right. Meet me. So so okay. They have this really. I think they have a great moment with the coyote. Then she becomes. So he says, if you remember the name, that's incredible. I remember doing one with Nicktoons mascots cheering us on. So I'll take credit for this. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I remember. Okay. Um. My my dad was pretty gendered about baseball. I'm sure I wasn't even at this game.
1: Um, yeah, my sister would have to go on like we'd go on sports road trips um, when I was older with my dad. So we'd go to like Boston and go to Fenway and and like the.
0: Well, don't just drop a hard B like that on me and I Boston.
1: We we Whew, the, the day okay. of the uh, of the marathon. I should be the prepared marathon. to hear about Boston. That, you know the Patriots Day, the eleven a.m. Red Sox game, Red Sox Yankees. We went to Cleveland and did in, we did Indians. We stayed over for Shabbat. We went. Did to you a, just
0: say Cleveland?
1: We went to Cleveland. We stayed over for Shabbat. We did. <laughs> Football Hall of Fame. We did um, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins, Washington Capitals playoff game. We we drove all over the country. We did we did sports road trips. So my sister had to come along. Now they go they do girly stuff. They go to a hotel in Florida and sit by the beach.
0: No, I mean that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, cool. They end up dropping Nick off. Huge plot point here that producer Kelly wants us to dig into. Uh, they asked Nick if he's going to come to brunch, and Nick's like, you going to help me move tomorrow? He's like, No. He's like, All right, then I can't come to brunch. Kelly thinks it's absurd that they'd even ask Nick to come to brunch, that he would never brunch, and he would never have a favorable reaction. I want to know what you think about brunch, and I want to know what you think Nick thinks about brunch.
1: Like, why can't he go? Maybe he's busy that day.
0: No, no. Are you you're not listening to I am anything, listening, but it's thing. the
1: 421.
0: Okay, let me try again. Mm hmm. No, he says he tells you why he can't go. He's got too much moving stuff to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Kelly's point is he would never want to go to brunch. Yeah. That Nick's not a brunch person. Can't so pay I'm for brunch. You you can't, think, can't afford restaurants Nick, right now. Is Nick a brunch no, person? No, of course not. Of course and not. And is is a, is Kiwi a brunch yeah, person? I love brunch.
1: Yeah, I like any any food. I'm happy to see. I don't. I'm not like a boozy brunch guy because I don't really like. I don't go to restaurants and drink really. But I um I yeah I'll I'll do a brunch with the best Kiva. of
0: them. It's like, I know you, because I was having a little, you know, NGOG producers chat with Mike and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Does this. Does Mike We're have a producer's phone. credit? <laughs> I don't think so, but I grandfathered him in. Mm-hmm. So, but no, absolutely not. was yeah. um, <laughs> Kelly would have picked up on that. I thought you would maybe let it go for the time, the sake of time. You're not listening to the questions I'm asking you I at am, 4 a.m., but at 4 a.m., you know who's a producer, who's not. No, I
1: hear. I just sometimes need to be asked twice.
0: Okay. So, I was like... Keith loves brunch i'm sure even though he doesn't drink like we talked about that and they thought maybe with shabbat you'd have some brunch issues but i said brunch could be at your home like you've got ella whipping up brunch for True. you well no
1: shabbat you wouldn't shabbat is more meat based than my house so we wouldn't have brunch because oh, it's gotta be in a, like
0: a crock pot yeah
1: so it would be a sunday brunch not or honestly okay. friday brunch is popular here because friday's not a work day so what ultimately br- it's less brunch than than the israeli I I israeli breakfast which is like 20 different salads and, and like spreads and, uh, you know, bread. Um, there's a lot going on in Israeli breakfast. It's so that uh, you can certainly have brunch there, but like the Israeli breakfast, it does extend like into lunchtime. Yeah. But I'm, I'm all about it. What do you think it.
0: I think of brunch?
1: You are, you're the queen of brunch.
0: <laughs> love brunch. Yeah. You love, brunch. um, <laughs> so we're pro brunch pod. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay. We have an anti brunch producer, but we pro brunch pod. Mm hmm. I think. Actually, no, I forget. Let's move on. Um, all right, back at the loft. Nick shows up, or Nick shows up at Caroline's. Nothing is really said between them. Jess looks out the window, sees the moving van, and then they hear the mixtape going out to all the ladies I'm gonna meet when I grow up. Not nah. um very cute, as you mentioned, the dancing. If I must nickpick, I don't nickpick. I don't like that Jess sees the moving man. I wish we just all heard the sound. Yes, together. I agree.
1: It's a little like why they have to tell us that. It's not a huge deal, but I agree. I'm with you.
0: All right. Uh and another great callback to end the episode. Jess hitting you with the chicken dance in slow-mo is a callback to the wedding episode where she pretends to be an ex girlfriend.
1: Um yeah, no, I, I I like the end here. Um I I like the whole episode, but it's not funny. It's one of the least funny episodes.
0: Oh, see I laughed.
1: I laughed and laughed and laughed.
0: I already mentioned that on the podcast once. <laughs> I laughed. I, I mean, meat meat
1: makes me laugh. Um, meat but,
0: makes you laugh. Meat meat. <laughs> oh, meat meat. Me. I thought you said meat makes me laugh. I was like, no. we gotta go. Meat meat. Okay. Uh, great. Success I'm glad magazine
1: that like Schmidt when when Nick comes home Schmidt's reading Success magazine. That's funny. <laughs> the uh, what is this an ad for was funny. So there are good lines the Jew in the desert, but um, but yeah, the it's a plot heavy episode.
0: All right, let's get to the guide. Uh, you, I forget, did you, you address Neil? Caroline, they break up, sweet. right? Yeah. What do you think about that? We see in Sweet Caroline again?
1: Yeah, I think we see Caroline. I don't know if we see her in the first episode, but we're not done with Caroline, or we wouldn't have gone back to this well. Do, do you think the waitress from Always Sunny, who is Caroline, ever plays like a, the leading woman character? Or is she um... always like the crazed ex? And why? Like, is it the eyes or eyes? So, like, does she have crazy eyes? I don't even
0: think she's the crazed ex. Nick is the crazed ex.
1: I don't remember. Like, I, I need to go back and see, like, what we learned about Caroline. But I thought she's nutty, no?
0: She's definitely nutty, but Nick is the one call. She broke up with him, and Nick's calling her all day. And then Nick brings Jess as a fake girlfriend to a wedding, and Caroline's, oh, right. I'm so glad you're happy. I'm seeing someone, and why don't you to be happy? True, true, true. Nick calls her to get backslide. Nick is the crazy. Yeah, one. maybe I'm just thinking yes, she's crazy. Caroline from has that always one sunny. scene maybe with I'm the st- dance. Maybe
1: I'm still in always sunny mode with her.
0: She's got one bad. S- I mean, she she obviously did things was not good for Nick, so that's fair. We we see his friend side of things that she was not good mm-hmm. for him. I don't want them to. be together and we see her having that like an insane dance and Nick's the worst version of himself in the last week's episode but that's it it's not like she's crazy okay fair she's unlikable yes unlikable but so am I so like you, you know were, now we're gonna start like- policing everyone who's unlikable mm, <laughs> well
1: don't tell that to them. everyone else okay um,
0: um let's get to uh who won the episode
1: okay um, this is hard, again, because I said it wasn't so who won funny.
0: The
1: I'm thinking. You didn't hear me? I was I was thinking out loud. I I don't think there's an obvious winner here at all. Who do you think won the episode?
0: So I was between Jess, Nick, and Winston. I think this is Winston's – That Matt Stewart thought Winston. Kelly thought Jess. Uh, Kelly says because the feminist rants line is iconic. She's so funny with the Neil scenes and the whole time in the desert. She's officially not the new girl when she says, Welcome back, you clown. Oh, yeah, that is a cute line. Now Nick's the new guy. Um, so I think it could if, if, if somewhere between Nick, uh, Jess and Winston, that's, uh, you know, Nick's just so cute in this episode. He is so cute it's in probably this episode. closer to between Jess and Winston. I'll
1: give it to Jess for the meep meep. And, and uh, Jess is like really concerned. But again, there's no the winner in this episode might come in fourth in another episode, if that makes sense
0: fair enough okay let's talk about next week's episode Mm. kiev yes actually no we have a lot of wrap-up questions should we get uh, sorry i jumped ahead shelby wants to know so we have a couple people want to know things about your feelings as we wrap up season one okay so dig deep kiev shelby says is akiva liking it so far the show can he see why it's on so many people's tv mount rushmore's i didn't even know those are sort of two different questions
1: okay I didn't even know it was on that many Matt Rushmore's. Um, I think.
0: Well, well, how did it do? Didn't it do pretty decently? Yeah, in your... yeah it
1: did. It did. It did. Um, so
0: that she didn't know. How about this?
1: I like the show. I was thinking like, oh, I would love to like go ahead and, and like see where the show goes. Uh, I'm not like I'm not like dying. Like if this was the wire or something where I'd be like, oh, I, I, I like need to watch ahead. I can't do this. Like it, it does not eat me up. Like I'm fine not doing it. But I am definitely curious to see where it goes. I do like the show. There's no scenario where, like, I just hate it and we have to stop because I just can't watch it every week. I don't think that would ever happen. I don't love the show, but I think I look forward to watching the episodes every week.
0: I think you'd like it a lot more if you were binging it. I think so. Because I think that's yeah. most people's experience mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's even like I was thinking, like, when I was watching this, Well, I'll ask, I was thinking it because of this specific question. Um, oh, did I not pull it? Oh, Eva Pickett says, are there any shows with an interesting season one finale or do they always seem like just another episode with no real drama or cliffhangers? I don't know if you want to shout out any other season one finalities. That's like too deep into TV for me to just come up with. But it made me think like I never really processed like, oh, this is the end of season one and now I'm starting season two because on a binge, it just goes and goes and goes. So like, yeah, it's probably more of a just regular episode, but... I don't know if that's abnormal because I I only consume no. I think media it's a fair answer. No okay. Um. Ashley says, "What is Kiebs' overall assessment of the overall season? Best episode? Best character? Best line?" Um. Producer Kelly wants an updated character ranking. So I think here's what we should do: pull up season one. Mm-hmm. Let me know what your your standout episodes are. I'll throw some standout episodes. Out. Allie from the editing room. I don't know. I momentarily forgot um, who who I was, who Akiva was, and, and what this podcast is. In what world were we going to be able to do this? I'm going edit to out, edit out the uh, <laughs> the next few minutes of us just saying, uh, what was that episode? What was that episode? <laughs> you don't come from the episode rankings. We know this. And then I feel even more confident after looking through that the season finale is top five for me. Okay, good. Top five, baby
1: directed by michael All right. spiller
0: let's do a updated character rankings hopefully that'll be more successful than what we just yes, did. yes please um where are you at kiev are you keeping track of this like you are with the vorb
1: yeah i can keep track um after season one i'm good
0: give me a second riff a little give me a second to make mine so i'm not influenced
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh it's tough You're not riffing at all. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to riff. I said riff a little. (laughs) I didn't hear riff a little. We can't record anymore on weekdays. If this is yeah, this is late. This is
1: a late record for us. This is a late record. But
0: no, but this is what my weekdays are, man.
1: All right, we'll move to the weekends. There's no more football. (laughs) Football's done.
0: Okay, go ahead. Give me your ring.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have Schmidt one. I'm gonna have Jess two, CC three, Winston four, and Nick five. I, wow, you are so low on Nick. I don't hate Nick like I did at the beginning, but I haven't. I haven't fully. He's a good character, but I, I couldn't be friends with Nick. I'm. Uh, I, I'm a little down on Nick right now.
0: Okay, that's because you're Nickish. Um, Nick's my number one. Mm-hmm. Schmidt and Jess, I've tied at two okay. with a slight edge to Schmidt. If I have to decide, Winston number four, and then CC last. Okay. All
1: right, but I, I assume this will change for us. Going like you know, we'll have different. We'll opinions.
0: see. I made it based on season one. Mm -hmm. Okay. While it was probably not helpful to the listeners, it was extremely helpful for me to go through and look at the episodes before I made this ranking. All right. So you uh, gatekeep wheels. So I proposed over the week. How about we make it a jar? I have a jar right here.
1: Explain what we're doing.
0: As to how we will select, as we've discussed in between when we conclude a season of new girl old guy we will do an episode in between the last episode of this of the season we just finished and then starting the next one a palette cleanser if you will picking a new project from the core five and we threw in one for genslinger um and we will do a podcast on that if you're not into that join us two weeks from now mm-hmm. and we will start season one uh episode one of season two yes. with Great guest, Naomi Calhoun.
1: Mm-hmm. Jim Calhoun's um, daughter. What? You don't know Jim Calhoun? It's her dad.
0: Oh, he's amazing. like, he won okay. uh,
1: three championships with UConn as their basketball coach.
0: Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never know if you're like pranking me or not. And
1: there's no pranks here, baby. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. So this morning, I looked into it. This is me from the editing room. Um this is not Naomi's father. I reached out to Akiva and said, "Really? You had to make up that thing about Naomi's dad?" He said, "I mean, I don't know for sure that he's not." Back to the show. Um so I so I worked with producer Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to producer Kelly to go through the uh the bodies of work from the cast and we have some proposals. Obviously, Keeve, you better wake up, bro. I'm what because we need you in tip-top shape, and you're giving me ten percent.
1: I'm, I'm right now. I'm giving you one hundred and ten percent. I'm all in here
0: of everything you have, but I need one hundred and ten percent of what you'd have if you were had just no. Woken I'm excited up for, for this.
1: This is an exciting thing.
0: Allie from the editing room. Um, if unlike Akiva, and unlike myself, you are not excited to hear this, skip ahead to about the one hour and thirty-three ish minute mark, and you should encounter me reading out the final results, and skip all of the hubbub back and forth um, if that is not what you're into. Back to the show. Okay, so the first one, it's, it's an obvious one. Hannah Simone doesn't have a lot on her uh, discography. Is that right? No, filmography. Filmography. I um, IMDX, yeah. I'm, I'm still on a, what's it called? Um, Ashley Simpson. Yes. So what we did find was a 2017 movie called Band-Aid, Written by the aforementioned Zoe Lister-Jones, and by aforementioned I mean at some point either in this podcast or the in our, our conversation once, you mentioned him. I, on, um, <laughs> oh, was it wasn't on the podcast. No. Okay, um Adam pally my guy, and mutual person we don't like Fred Armisen. Oof. Also includes Susie Essman okay. of Curb, yeah, and Red of Parks and Rec, and Hannah Simone. So this to me is a no brainer. If you need more, it's about a married couple who fight nonstop, attempt to save their marriage by turning their arguments into songs. I mean, if this isn't for Hannah Simone, I don't know what is. Are you not as excited? as I am.
1: This? My question would be how in how like uh, involved is Hannah Simone in, in the cast?
0: Who cares? It doesn't matter. She really doesn't have much else to, to pick from. Okay, this fair. This is definitely the best.
1: All right. I, I would be and happy. And it's got
0: all these other hits for us. Like, I think as long as she's in it, she's in it. I see her cast fifth
1: behind uh, ZLJ and Pally, Esmin, and Retta.
0: Does Reddit do a lot after Parks and Rec? I don't. I see her behind Fred Armisen. Oh, well, she does. She does a. She has a TV show that was, um, was it Divorce Guides to the Galaxy? (laughs) Was it? Yeah, so Um, I would be psyched (laughs) to watch
1: this next week. In fact, I think we might watch. If this doesn't come up, we might just watch it.
0: I'm upset. I really want to. This is my number one for sure. Okay, so far I'm into
1: this. Yeah, that I Um, want to
0: watch. I'm opening with a bang. She's in *Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce*. What did I say? *Girl Divorce Guide to the Galaxy*. That's not right. Okay, read it to So, all right. So that's one thing. Justin Long accepted. That's canon for the show. That's in the jar. Okay.
1: Yes, we've discussed that before.
0: Okay. Um, uh, the Lamorne. You, we can do his Hulu movie *Desperado*. Or you've wanted to do *Woke*. The problem with *Woke* is that it's a whole series. We're just gonna do the one episode of *Woke*. No, let's
1: do. I think we should do a movie.
0: Okay, but I thought you – see, Kelly, I, I thought you would want to do Woke because that's what birthed this idea originally.
1: I don't know if we're the right people to talk about that. I think we need a guest. No, we're definitely that.
0: not. We, I mean, we would have a guest for sure. Okay. That's no doubt. But all right, let's do – just. I like keeping them all movies, honestly. That's
1: fine. If it's, yeah, yes, it's five movies in one show, we may as well make six
0: movies. Also, you know what? For, not for nothing, watch an episode of Woke that week and let us know what you think. Um, there are no rules. Yeah. Okay. So I'm purposely holding on. So Jake Johnson, I humbly submit uh, the based on a true story film tag about a group of guys who organize an annual game of tag that involves them like traveling around the country. What do you think? About I said
1: that? it was a good movie on a different podcast. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen, it, seen and, it. And Robbie Freeman, Ooh. listen to Robbie Freeman, said good movie. Like he was gatekeeping tag. It's not good. Uh, ga- I don't know if that's
0: good. gatekeeping. All right, well let's well let's let's just, let's spend some time then cuz that's not a, a slam slammed. I'd rather not watch
1: a movie I've seen recently. Me
0: too, and I didn't know that. Yeah. So let's let's go through I will go through from uh, down to up through his movies. You ready? Yeah, from most recent. Uh Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse the sequel not out yet, but shout out to him. Jurassic World Dominion not interested in that's also not out yet. Okay, he's at Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I famously have not yet seen. Would like to see. Have started watching it. Unless he is Spider-Man,
1: it. I don't think we have to watch that.
0: I think he's Spider-Pig. if I'm not yes,
1: I don't think I don't think that's uh, or maybe enough.
0: not. Okay, tag mm-hmm. the Mummy, becoming Bond, which is a documentary. Uh, flower. Mm-hmm. Un- Twenty seventeen. Uncredited
1: cameo. I mean, he's not. He's he's not
0: in there. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see. That. Uh, Smurfs: The Lost Village. Could we get Noam to cover Smurfs: The Lost Village? I don't with think us. my
1: kids know the Smurfs really.
0: Well, we don't know the Smurfs.
1: We'll show them the Smurfs. I yeah. I don't. I like. I. The problem is okay. Jake Johnson has very infrequently been a. <sighs> it been a.
0: Mike and Dave need wedding dates is an option. I think I've seen that. Uh,
1: I have a good one for Thomas you. Thomas
0: Middleditch. Oh, Adam Pally's in this one too. So there's a world where I was gonna pull only movies with Adam Pally and just see if you noticed that would because be funny. they've all done movies with Adam Pally. We could do Joshy which is a 2016 American comedy That's drama Pally. film written and directed. Yep, it stars Thomas Middleditch, Adam Pally, Alex Ross Perry, uh, Nick Kroll, mm-hmm. Jenny Slate. Oh, you've seen it.
1: Seen Joshy Yeah. See, okay. I didn't even think I knew who Jake Johnson was, but I've seen a lot of these movies. Okay there's a- let's
0: be cops coaches in that not really interested
1: say that again let's what what would you say about let's be cops
0: let's be cops uh coach is in that a uh, damon Wayans yeah jr. the two
1: stars are jake johnson and damon Wayne jr i almost think that makes sense to watch um but uh if
0: you're we could do that
1: if you're out on that drinking buddies have you seen drinking buddies
0: oh drinking buddies is uh yeah you have um, seen it i think kelly didn't want us to watch it but she's she acknowledged that if we watch it she'd be okay with it so you want to put Drinking Buddies in? I've seen
1: Drinking Buddies. I don't remember it. I remember really liking it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's got um the guy I always confuse with the Duplass brothers. Yeah, it was Livingston, Joe Swanberg. Ron, Li- yeah, Joe, no, Ron yeah, Livingston. Yeah. No, Ron Livingston
1: and Swanberg makes those movies. They call them mumblecore.
0: Okay. So so the uh, what I've been trying to, uh, you know, not that I owe any respect to Renap, but one thing I was trying to think about is like like for example with Max Greenfield uh, Kelly suggested we do Veronica Mars, and I was sort of like, I think that's too beloved. Like for Keith and I to step in and watch one episode of Veronica Mars, yeah. knowing nothing about Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. too Well, oh, I've seen
1: the whole series, also.
0: Okay, whatever. Me to step. Actually, well, then maybe that's on the table. But the bottom line is, is Drinking Buddies, too good a movie. Like I'm trying to pick movies that are not so great. And it's very so there's small. To talk
1: it's about. like a it, 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 movie. I mean, I know there's a couple famous people in there. Uh... Olivia Wilde and uh, Anna Kendrick, but it costs like fifty bucks. That movie
0: that has nothing to do with I'm whether just or saying, not it's a good so movie.
1: Like,
0: I, I, um, I mean, uh, we could do Twenty One Jump Street. We could do no. a very Harold and Kumar Three D Christmas. I have seen that. Um, get him to the Greek. We could do.
1: I, I feel like we're just rooting against Jake Johnson.
0: I'm not. I think Tag is actually the perfect movie. You've just seen it too recently. I think
1: I've seen it too recently. Um, so,
0: all right. So, this is Keevy's choice for putting in this? Drinking Buddies.
1: So, Joe Swanberg, who made Drinking Buddies, which P.S. I really like. it liked, might
0: be like three years. It might be three years before we watch this movie.
1: I, I, I like this. I like this idea. So, the guy who made Drinking Buddies, Joe Swanberg, made another movie starring Jake Johnson called Win It All. He's a gambling addict who works at, as a parking tenant outside Wrigley Field to support his habit. I think we should watch that.
0: Okay, make sure that it's available to stream.
1: Yeah, or I'll pay for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be able sure to find to, it. No,
0: no, ch- no, just search it right now.
1: Um,
0: I, this is this is what we did last night. I'm sure it's it was available. released by it's Netflix, so I'm Netflix. sure it's available. Great. Yeah. Okay, I am Win taking out Drinking Buddies. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I accidentally took out Desperado. Desperado. <laughs> which? Whoa, which a woman? All right, Witch-a-woman? a woman? Do you think people get the Seinfeld references I don't or think
1: no? So. Okay, I mean some do. But...
0: Um, so I am putting in Jake Johnson and Win It All. Good. I'm excited about that one too. I'm excited now about everything we have Great. so far. Great. Um, okay. So that leaves us with Max Greenfield and Zoe Chanel, who have the most robust. Oh, also, I put in a producer's Kelly's choice. What do you think about that?
1: What's her choice?
0: Well, I originally said she could pick anything, but let's say she could pick out of what we have in the jar.
1: Oh, you mean there's a seventh ball or whatever. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Like
0: another slip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we're going to call her
1: live on air if if that comes up. Sure.
0: So, okay. So we have a couple of options, and obviously you can go off script and come up with whatever you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting some urgent text messages from my friend. oh Oh, just thinking of me. I'm, 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 I was like, is she engaged or something? I always, if someone's calling me, I always expect something to be big news. Um, all right, so we originally talked about Elf. That's still on the table. Okay. Weird. Kelly proposed Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah, I mean, I I've obviously seen it. Okay.
1: That's really what I know about Zooey before this.
0: Um. Kyle Picard wrote in about an SNL skit she did that was very funny. And I thought, well, we could do her episode of the Property Brothers show plus this SNL skit plus Carpool Karaoke where she met the Property Brother that she dates. Um, We can do... And then here's my favorite proposal. Well, I have two favorite proposals. There's a movie she was in called The New Guy, and there was a movie she was in called Good Girl. So we could do an episode of New Guy, Good Girl... As opposed to New Girl, Old Guy, where we watch both and discuss both, or we could have just a Zoe slip in the jar, which triggers another mechanism where we pick from more options for Zoe if we like. All right, options. I like
1: New Guy, Good Girl. Uh, it has a seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. But that's fine. It doesn't have to be a good movie. It's called. But
0: Good Girl is a different movie.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, New Guy. The New Guy is an unpopular high school senior faces a difficult year and gets himself expelled. Uh yeah, Zooey is in that. It's I mean, it's old. It's from 2002. And then what's the what's the other one called? The Good Girl. Good Girl. I assume she I is the good girl, girl. girl
0: in Good Girl. I don't know.
1: Zooey The Good Girl Zooey Um yeah, that is a good movie. Jen, uh, Jennifer Aniston is the Good Girl. Thirty years yes. old, working in Texas. All okay, right. so we could do new guy, new guy, good girl, or whatever. That's fine.
0: New guy, new new, boy, new good, boy, girl. good girl. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's going in, just if only for the joke of it. And then we have Max Greenfield. I mean, do we need? Does the world need me, you, and my mom talking about the neighborhood? Probably not. Your mom is going to uh, come then, on for the
1: neighborhood. Mm,
0: I haven't cleared that with her. I think nobody needs that, and it would be the only TV show then. So, from his discography, filmography, he's got a lot of options. Hello, my name is Doris. We pulled which is the movie where Sally Field is trying to seduce him with their age difference. Okay. Um, So that's the number one contender we came up with. We can go through his filmography here. uh, Starting with most recent, we we could do uh, Promising Young Woman, but I think that's like too serious. What Men Want with Taraji P. Henson. Now, I've seen that, but fine to Have you seen Promising
1: young, Young Woman? No. I think we should almost put that in there. But if it doesn't I think come it's up,
0: too good. Think, it's too good. It's like it's it's like the black comedy thriller. It says like, uh, it's like kind of dark. Margot Robbie. Like it's I know, not but it's timely.
1: Our... Like like I think if we did, if it didn't come up now, we probably wouldn't do it next year. But like,
0: do do people who tune in into New Girl you, Old Guy want us talking about promising young woman?
1: Probably not.
0: <laughs> almost but certainly, they probably
1: not. want. They would be fun with you talking about it with like someone. No,
0: name. no, no. You, but I almost think. Either of us could talk about it in a different forum, but I don't think that's, like, what we do here.
1: Okay. Um, I'm looking through his movies. I also don't know if he how, how key he is in promising a woman. He might be. I'm not we sure. could do
0: Ice Age Collision Course if we could get... No, I'm on. Um, again, I, what men want with Taraji P. Henson, which is the reverse of what women want, where she can think of what guys are thinking. Yeah. Um, okay, there's also a movie called, um, oh yeah, so, so They Came Together is a movie with, uh, that I messaged you about, because the tagline, if it's not my life, or a review on Rotten Tomatoes, if it's not my life, this movie, I don't know what is. Um, I'm just clicking to get to it now. Uh, sorry.
1: It made $82,000 at the box office. Big hit. Yeah, I think I'm fine with this. They Came Together. The,
0: well, this wasn't... There is another movie that's like about partying in LA that he was in, and it's like an unbelievable cast. Let me pull this problem, out just to look at it because it's crazy. The Amy
1: Poehler movie they came together is that he's like the sixth lead. I like when they're like you know one of the top leads if we're going to watch a movie with them. Uh, what's
0: well look into Hello, my name is Doris. While you're looking at this and see what you think. So the critic review of of they came together, which if I wasn't going to pull Puyas, I'm not going to pull Puyas Twitter bio. Uh, but they came together is surprisingly messy and perhaps too smart for its own good. I really identify with that. Um, I don't really think they have to be the lead. I would rather have a better product for us to talk about. Hello, my name is
1: Darcy is the second lead in that one.
0: He is. He's the main guy. He's Dars. No, he's the main guy. That's the main woman.
1: It's supposedly like a good movie.
0: Yeah, it is. But it's, it's like got a lot of, you know, it's like he's the love interest of Sally Field big age difference there okay what do you think we could the other thing we could do is we could do veronica mars Nah,
1: i think we, if we're doing movies let's just do movies
0: okay then there's an, a movie he's in called the boys and girls guide to getting down that came out in 2011 which is based off the television series of the same name in 2006 i'm not reading this i just know this off the top of my head the problem is is it's not available anywhere it's not even on his, it's not even on his it's Wiki. with megan markle adam paley and max greenfield and it's like Going out, it it sort of feels like it has like American Pie slash what was the big party movie, like Generation X vibes. The movie I'm thinking of here is Project X. Anyway, I just can't get over how we could have done this all without Adam belly in it.
1: Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Uh, No, it's not even on his wiki that that the movie just mentioned.
0: So what are we between? Are we between the Amy Poehler or the Hello, My Name is Doris?
1: I think we're, yeah, I think those are the two. You pick. No, you pick, Eve. Uh, do
0: you want me to put one in one hand and one in the other and you say right or left?
1: Hold on. I'm just looking through the rest of what he's been in. Uh, let's do the uh, Sally. F- let's do the Amy Polar one.
0: Which they one? Came Amy came or the Sally? They came together. Okay. If people feel strongly and it doesn't get picked for next week, write in and let us know. Because we asked for your suggestions. You didn't give us any. Actually, Kyle did. Thank you, Kyle. Um And thank you to Kelly, as always. All right. So reading them out before I pick one out of this little oh. tiny jar I have, uh, which true heads know I got a horchata panna cotta because it came in this jar because I wanted to keep matches in it. And now I'm keeping these ideas in it instead. Mm-hmm. True, Jake Johnson. True Goggers
1: know that. What's a head?
0: True heads. Like, that's what it is. Like, true heads. Know. Okay. Um, Jake Johnson, win it all. Okay. In the jar. Kelly's choice in the jar. Mm-hmm. So do, is that? So can Kelly override? Can Kelly just pick whatever? No, she has to pick one of those six. All
1: right. Justin
0: Long power. accepted. Happy that's in there. Mm-hmm. Sentimental pick. Um, Lamorne Morris Desperado. I mean, did we want to look at Lamorne's? Dis- do we want to think of doing something else? Or that's? I mean, that's his like newest movie project. I think that's fine. If it's new, that's good. Okay, Hannah, and he's the main guy. Hannah Simone Band Aid. Very excited about yeah, that. We have Max Greenfield's They Came Together. And we have Zooey, the new guy, good girl episode. Um, very, I think those were good picks. Very good picks. So you're welcome. I think that was supposed to be your project, but, you know, here I am behind every decent male podcaster is a woman doing all the work. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have in my hand uh, <laughs> the, the slip of paper. <laughs> And I think we might need a redo because it's Kelly's choice, but Kelly doesn't know the choices we landed on, so I can't get her to respond right now. Well,
1: that's fine. It'll be like uh, it'll be a mystery. Maybe you'll announce it. All-
0: no, I hate when Renap does. Oh, you know what? I'll I'll put it in post.
1: Put it in post. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Put it in post.
0: All right. The only truly um, important Allie from the editing room interjection. I'm I'm overwhelmed and I'm excited to uh, present. What movie we'll be watching next week? Kelly's Choice. As soon as I got off the podcast with Akiva, I called up Kelly. I told her everything that happened. I read her all of the slips. And in a way that only Kelly could, she methodically thought through every single option and what would be best and the timing of the show and whatever else. And I said, Kelly, just, just pick what you want. This is Kelly's Choice. And she picked... The Jake Johnson movie, Win It All. I think Akiva's going to be very excited about this. I'm excited. Uh, and, and the rationale is because Nick has not gotten enough love in season one, in Kelly's opinion. So we will dedicate next week's episode to Jake Johnson's Win It All. Check it out on Netflix and join us next week. All right. So now does Kelly's choice go back in or she gets one choice? No, it goes and then back in. Out. It goes back in. All right, Kelly's gonna pick every single time. All right, I'm fine with that. Okay. Congratulations to Kelly. Uh, you will know in a second what episode we did because I will come in from the other room. One last thing, uh, Akiva. At the end of this episode, spoiler alert, says um, he will find out what movie was selected by listening to the episode. So please do not spoil him. I, I can't imagine this would move anyone to tweet. I'm um, in excitement. But don't let him know what episode that producer Kelly picked. I know we
1: like this. Are people into this part of it?
0: I don't know if people were into the fact that we took 25 minutes to pick. It's very, I I don't
1: want to say the word, but it's very renapping. you know.
0: It is very (laughs) renappy. That's why I think it's funny. Uh But but now it's just we're picking out of a jar and we'll move forward. It's not, there's no more, there's no more little mechanisms. That's
1: true. Yeah, it'll take two seconds for season two.
0: Alright, so and and I'll put the timestamps in if people want to will I'll I'll drop a thing from the edit room and say skip ahead 20 minutes if you don't want to hear Perfect. us pick this up. Okay. Keep with that. We have some five star viewers to thank. Um but I forgot to pull them up, so hold on. Uh while we're here, we'll do your plugs. Uh Rob and Akiva over on Renap. Uh invented a game show. It's great. AJ Norris, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, people really like and that one. And
0: some friends. Yeah. Uh, well, you famously they have no taste, your audience, but uh, I do like AJ, so no, I support it. No, was a it. big
1: twist this week. People
0: um, like and then no, S- nobody's asking you to weigh Super in on Super
1: Bowl plugs. on 32 fans. <laughs> also, a fun one tomorrow. We have a a guest. Uh, 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 this...
0: Why are you stepping on my plugs? Are you st- tired? of I'm not plugging you this well enough. No,
1: I'm letting. You were gonna ask me. I was getting out of their nap stuff. I'm giving, telling you what's happening on 32 uh- fans.
0: I would have just told you that I'm no. sure you're covering the Super Bowl. We cover Super ahead. Bowl, but Tell then we're
1: doing I'm. a um, we're doing a special draft tomorrow with a with a not like a famous guest, but like a distinguished guest.
0: Who's the guest?
1: No, oh, I'm not. I don't. I don't. First, I don't know. Chester knows who it is. I'm not going to spoil it yet. You don't
0: even know the guest.
1: I mean, I don't know their name, but because you I also, don't know, or because you don't, I don't remember.
0: Okay, great. Right. All right, so <laughs> check that out um you can check out uh Chappelle this week on the challenger hop up uh brian is on a road trip so Chappelle will be joining me to talk about the challenge and rob is the website.com slash challenge itunes mm-hmm. um thank you to our five-star viewers i forget when i last read these so i'm gonna read some probably that we've already read um manny jim came uh, in cart uh a kishore 97 lauren sam Samantha. Uh, Raiden 1, Michael West 21, Jules Farr, and Kels Bells. Thanks, guys. We really, really appreciate it. I check like 15 times a day. So oh, it's wow. always a joy when one pops up. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, you can go to anchor.fm slash new old guy, click on the Apple Podcasts or just search Apple Podcasts, whatever. You'll find it. Um, Kiwi, yes. do you want? I think we don't even predict this week. I think you predict at the end of next week when we're talking about win it all
1: no next week is is, is 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 a standalone episode anything about New Girl goes this week
0: oh my god we forgot the Garner Minute
1: well, I didn't forget I'm ready for it
0: <laughs> well I was when were you going to tell me I was clearly closing the show. oh I thought
1: we were going to end on the Garner Minute
0: <laughs> alright so you want to predict the episode this week and not next week
1: yeah i want to predict the episode what- i
0: like no i feel like that brings us back into okay fine after all we right well end
1: next week with predicting the episode that's fine same people will be listening okay we're not listening all
0: right so we have uh a minute on the clock
1: yeah, i have i have an audio for you it's emailed to you
0: yeah i saw that thank you and um all right so um actually i should just play it mm-hmm. this is really a rough episode for us i think
1: yeah, a lot of a lot of post for the lash
0: <laughs> There's always a lot of posts for me. One day you should listen to what I put out because it's much better than what we put okay, out Okay, I'll,
1: ch- I'll check out this episode. I'll, I'll let you know what I think.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. not only did I listen last week when I edited it, but I listened again. Did
1: you laugh and laugh? I
0: really enjoyed last week's episode. <laughs> I laughed. And la- I didn't. I didn't listen to my part with the tweets because I'm not a psycho. Right. That would be wild. Okay. Audio from Akiva. So let's get to the intro. <laughs> To, the Garner Minute.
1: And now, for some unclear reason, it's time for the Garner Minute.
0: Chester. Mhm. All right, getting the big guy. We, we can't get him to come on the podcast, but we could get him to submit audio for the Garner Minute. Well, I think
1: he'd come on if uh, you, if we invite him.
0: Oh, we've invited oh, him. Oh, he says no. He, he wanted to. He only wanted to come on for that one oh, that's episode. that's right. I forgot and...
1: about that. I forgot about that. Anyway, start right. that clock.
0: Okay, he's ready. Hold on. Here we go. Three, two, Garner.
1: Okay, so uh, sad news or good news Jennifer Garner tearing down her new house. She just bought a house. Uh, she bought a house uh, after splitting up with Ben in Brentwood, and she is tearing it down. She bought this house for $7.88 million. Speaking of bougie, the house she sold with Ben Affleck. Do you want to guess how many million it was sold for? You want to guess? 16. 32. Double that. $32 million they sold their house for.
0: Good night. Must math. be
1: nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so they lived there for 10 years, and now in her new home that she bought, the 13 going on 30 stories, taking a wrecking ball to the once four-bedroom, three-bathroom. I always think it's weird when, like, $7 million houses have, like, three bathrooms. You should have 50 bathrooms for $7 million. <laughs> it should all be it bathrooms. It should just be bathrooms and, and, like, sorry you can't come over. There's no extra bedrooms to, like, an $8 million house. That's embarrassing. Like, I would just have, like, a bunch of spare rooms for your homies, you know? Um, she was spotted on Thursday checking in the construction. I'll say this about Jennifer Garner. She is.
0: No, you will not because your time is up. No, <laughs> you will no. not say this. You'll
1: never know what I was going to say.
0: You got an extra second because I got a text. Uh, so it, it stepped on the alarm. But you'll I won't never make you borrow know it against. What this. I was well, say. actually, you could borrow against next week.
1: Nope. You'll never know. Unless you remind me next week, in which case I'll say, it. no, there's no Garner minute next week. It's in two weeks.
0: All right. Unless Garner's in the um, great movie. Great Garner minute. That was maybe your best Garner minute. Great. Yeah. Well. Should we put a Jennifer Garner option into the bowl? Maybe for season two.
1: We'll see. We'll see. You know how that's going. Still.
0: You know we should put thirteen going on thirty in because I'm going on thirty.
1: That's true. Maybe maybe they will watch that. And it's that got
0: Ruffalo. It's got Garner. And uh, and what I like about that is it would push somebody out. Like that's too many. No, well
1: when well, this will be out. Like after this week, let's you know, let's say she picks the Jake Johnson movie, then Jake Johnson's yeah, gone. Yeah, of
0: course it'll be out. But what I'm saying is, think about it. We have. Five core members and a Genslinger, so that's six. And that's exactly how many gaps we'll have between the seven I seasons. I think if
1: Accepted doesn't come up this week, maybe it should be gone. If Genslinger is gone, I don't, I'm not sure. No,
0: this is so classic you. No, I think that's You're fair. You're not just taking things out of the bowl. No, Genslinger's gone. You. He's not in the show. What's great? We'll
1: be like, do you remember Justin is Long? This two episodes in season one, and we'll be like, no. It's, it, well, it's that's what you 2022. This is, We're going to be talking about Genslinger still? Hell no.
0: What is great about this jar, as opposed to the terrible show, Renap is that we actually will have closure. We will do... We've put mm-hmm. it in and we will do them all. Yeah, we will not closure. take them the out. We the show's
1: closing, baby.
0: We will, we will get through all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of the order, not the nonsense and the misshapness with the throwing the balls out, bringing it to a vote, tossing this, waiting a two-week. Yeah, period. you hate no. democracy. The jar is the jar. Mm-hmm. No, I love democracy. We've decided. People have decided their will will be done, as opposed to you and Rob, who take put things in, you take them out, you move them around. You don't
1: even know about the quicksand
0: thank god i hate that podcast okay (laughs) i did i did see someone write like why was this in the quicksand (laughs) which is i think i was listening when the quicksand you don't care you
1: don't want to talk about it all right uh this was lovely i know i was tired in the middle but i think overall
0: well now i'm tired we've switched
1: i had a i had a good time on this episode it was fun to talk again i'm very (laughs) much looking forward to next week i'm curious to see oh i have to listen to the episode to find out what kelly picks how about that I will listen.
0: Oh! Hear. Don't nobody
1: spoil me. And uh, <laughs> maybe you have to put that in. Don't spoil, Keith. Let him find that for himself.
0: Okay, well, um, you picked a meaty one because we're going. We're all fifteen minutes, and if we do 15 more minutes, this will be a two-hour. No, podcast let's go. Let's go. Let's it. go.
1: I got it. All I got right, to to
0: Keeve, Uh, thanks. Uh, next week we will be talking about win it all with Jake Johnson. Until then, <laughs> see you next week. Bye. My pe my da my pe my, dad. my...